Hey, folks, sorry about last week. Excuse me. Big sorry, because there was no last week. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, this is the new episode 31. The proper episode 31. Not the lost one. Right. Although it is week 32. That's wild to think about it in those terms. Mm-hmm. We're 20 weeks away from a year. Uh, it's going to be a, a real show, too, from what I'm hearing. Yeah. So this is episode 31, the, uh, the makeup 31. We watched Return of the Living Dead. It is now October, so all October long we will be watching uh, horror films. Feel free to email with your suggestions. Biodome. <laughs> On that note, I like the idea of trying to maybe collect listener emails so that if we ever have something we want to share via email, we can blast it. If you listen regularly, please send us an email. If, even if it's just say, hey, I'm a listener... This is my name. Here's my email. Keep up the good work. You don't have to say anything else. <laughs> we won't call you out. We won't call you like we do Matt in Perth if you don't want to be called. But, uh, you know, apart from rating the podcast, reviewing the podcast, sharing the podcast, and subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, you know, reach out through email so we know you're out there. Um, and I can't stress that enough. My old man actually said, you got to slow down when you, when you push that. Rate. Review, subscribe, like, comment, and share. Share. Uh, I even think what we might start doing on bonus content Thursdays, if enough people will start leaving written reviews on iTunes, we'll start reading them and give you some credit. <laughs> I think that could be fun. Um, but yeah, this one we did Return of the Living Dead, part one, technically. Uh, kind of. We didn't talk too much about it, <laughs> other than the nudity and Joanna Man. This bitch. <laughs> we were heavy at the end with a new character. <laughs> Definitely going to be coming around, probably more often than Randy Newman, now that I think about it. What? <laughs> what did you say? I can say this bitch. This bitch. I wrote a song in 82 <laughs> called This, this Bitch. bitch. <laughs> but they couldn't use it for Toy Story. <laughs> but we did something like this. <laughs> this bitch named Andy has some toys that come to life. <laughs> Most were boys. <laughs> and I'm Randy Newman, too. <laughs> this bitch who really loves you, <laughs> Randy knew me. This bitch who loves you. I'm starting some salad dressing lines <laughs> to compete with that asshole, the other Newman, Paul. Randy Newman, my salad evil dressings. twin. <laughs> Paul Newman, my evil twin. <laughs> First one is lemony vinaigrette, and I wrote a song. <laughs> lemony vinaigrette. I put it on my salad. <laughs> Sorry. Randy. Just kidding. I don't eat salad. Randy, please. We've done this. We're moving on. Randy Newman, please subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Newman, RIP. Um, but yeah, we talked about uh, the movie some. Uh, had a good laugh uh, right there in the beginning with our uh, racist beverages. <laughs> And then kind of just like a weird lull in the middle. Well, just to be clear, we didn't we didn't just start talking about racist bed. There was a connection. Yeah, and you'll hear it in the show. Uh, Definitely left the hardest there at the end. Bit of a callback to a previous episode (laughs) that we expounded on. And uh, apparently this guy has followed me around my whole life. (laughs) Probably for listeners, probably did (laughs) ten too many. Uh, rounds of this bitch, but uh, it kept making us laugh. So, uh, you know, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I'll admit there's moments in this episode where it was just kind of quiet and sleepy and then we'd take a break so you could shit and I could pee. And so, there, <laughs> I mean, we could have just said, uh, so we could use the restroom. <laughs> well, you ate a Big Mac. I so did. You definitely were taking yeah, a shit. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, but I mean, for this episode, it's a little up, it's a little down, but we definitely went out on a high note. Oh yeah. If you don't think the end of this episode is funny, <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. You might not. You might not be a real uh, one of our core audience. If you get, if you don't like the end of this episode. Uh, uh, there's there's a guy that used to work for my dad that when he would finish a job and show his client he'd say that job right there looks good if you don't like anybody who don't like that's a son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> and it puts you in this position of like oh okay, okay. well then I think I like it yeah because I don't want to be a son of a I bitch I don't want to be a son of a bitch so uh, yeah enjoy episode 31 as always rate review subscribe and share on iTunes uh, don't forget to head over to adamandeve.com and use promo code TPTOPOD for your deal for your deal savings uh, we'll do a new uh, Adam and Eve commercial soon big fan personally of Dildo Mayhem even, Dildo Mayhem even, even with the blooper that I chose to keep in I actually, Dildo Mayhem <laughs> I actually took two runs of Dildo Mayhem and sandwiched them together into one it was good um and I love the heavy metal music I found. That's, oh, pub- yeah. that's public domain, can use it on anything that I found on YouTube. And I was like, this is perfect. Perfect. But yeah, we'll do a new one. I want I kind of want to do a new uh, Adam and Eve with the uh, the Minnesota guys. Yeah. They can have like an ice fishing conversation about <laughs> about, you know, dildos. Here I was with my with my dill. I thought, you know, put my line in, didn't get the dill out. You want to have that in the water, you know. <laughs> Fishing's patience, and there's a lot of time. I like to hit the pee spot while I'm waiting on the fish. Ah. <laughs> Are we ice fishing in this scenario? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got a so there I was. I had my, my line in. I'm watching the gophers on the game there. <laughs> Minnesota Golden Gophers. Go Gophers. And then all of a sudden, he's got this crazy urge to get a new butt plug. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Pull out the old, uh, old iPhone. Pull out the old phone here on the app. TPTO uh, pod got half off a lovely pink dill. <laughs> I stepped up a size. I'm gauging up. <laughs> I'm gauging up. <laughs> you know, those punk rock kids, they stretch their ears. You got to go slow. You, you have can't to go just, slow. If you go, you know, ramming something up in there like that. Yeah, you yeah. can't go all Kavanaugh style and ram it in there. No, no. <laughs> I don't think he did it, personally. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> Fuck him. Well, that's not the commercial, but we'll do one like that. That was just shits and giggles here. Shits and gigs. But anyways, episode 31. W-F-U-C-K! Bam! Stay tuned for lots of inappropriate laughs with this pop thing of ours. This bitch. (laughs) Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! Sunday! Head on over to adamandeve.com for your dildo deal and your butthole pleasures. Enter promo code DPTOPOD at checkout. Receive 50% off any one item. What else do you get? You get three free adult DVDs. As well as one free mystery gift. How much is shipping? Shipping is free. Get out of here. AdamandEve.com. Promo code DPTOPOD. I gotta remember some of the ones that uh, were really good. All right, so we're recording. Uh, the Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, this is great. It's just a shame we can't watch with the sound on because a lot of what makes this movie funny is the dialogue. It's it's you know at its core. Always uh, do the yeah. I mean the uh, what is it called? The captions. Subtitles. At its core, it's about a punk rock dude who gets a job at a medical supply company. Mm. 
that, uh, you know, years ago after that zombie outbreak, they allude to the, the original George Romero. Like 1963. Yeah, they allude to that as being a real thing. Mm. It wasn't just a movie. And when the army rounded up all the bodies of the zombies, they were supposed to get shipped somewhere. And this is a direct quote from the movie. Typical army fuck up. They got sent here instead. And so they just have all these barrels of preserved zombies in the basement of this medical supply facility. And they accidentally, uh, you know, knock one loose and the gas leaks out and they turn That's into it. zombies. Shit show. And then a zombie, they call him, I think, Tar Man because he's all gooey looking. He comes out. Yeah. And at some point in the movie, the punk rock dude with the new job, his punk rock circle of friends try to come like find him to hang out and party. And it's the most ridiculous 80s trope cliche bunch of ragtag. Hey, my birthday, exactly. <laughs> July 3rd, 84. This was what was be. happening? Yeah. Wow. You remember the basketball movie, uh, Joanna Man? Yeah. He's in this. Get out of here. Joanna Man is in this. There's a, a red-haired punk rock girl who... Uh, that guy's been in a lot of stuff, too. ...does some naked dancing. It's It's great. Why is it... I love this movie. This is movie. such a stupid generic question. It's not like we're going to answer it either but why the fascination with zombies from your opinion uh just like like the like people in general's fascination Dude, like you the, can you can shit out a zombie movie yeah. and you'll probably make money you can write zo- zombie fiction and you'll probably sell it if it's coherently written i don't know i mean in the history of film and tv it's it's not that old when you compare it to like classic like like when you think about performance, you know, drama, comedy, all that, that goes back to Shakespeare, right? <laughs> well, it probably goes back farther than but, that. But. but horror, specifically zombie horror, that started in 1968. Like zombie movies. Yeah, are I mean, younger if you want to call parents. it zombie, but, and this is where I was saying this is just going to go down a fucking wormhole. But like you could probably trace what we call zombies, there's been something akin to it. In fiction and literature for longer, the undead, the inferi, uh, Frankenstein, Frankenstein, which I don't know if you consider him a zombie. No, but it's he's reanimated dead tissue. You know, one thing I would like to watch for the pod, one of my favorite, uh, I guess you have to call it horror movie, but it was uh, Kenneth Branagh's version of with of Robert Fra- De Niro. Yes, yeah, it's to me, it's the best interpretation of that. That uh, film, and they've made so many Frankenstein's. Yeah. It's a good movie, but uh, there's there's something about it, and it's true of a lot of movies made in that era that just stinks of '90s to me. <laughs> well, like, it was made in the '90s. I know, but the pacing, the cutaways, the way like like I can't watch Oliver Stone movies because it's like this feels like something that somebody made in AV Club in high school. <laughs> Like I mean, I don't, I'm, not, I'm, not here to, I'm not here to defend Oliver Stone, but I like JFK. Yeah, it's just like like when you watch Natural Born Killers. Well, I want to get back to something here. Are you telling me you you don't you don't think highly of that Frankenstein film? Not really, but I, I'm also kind because of because of the the editing and the cut room. It just stinks of '90s to me. Uh, that's weird. And it What's bothers wrong me. with the '90s? You like a lot about the '90s. There's a lot of '90s films I like, but some of them are just just hokey. Well, anyways, I think it'd be a good one to watch just for fun because it, it was one of the first times I was a little kid and I was watching that movie first time by myself. I didn't really do horror movies that much, but I had read Frankenstein, Frankenstein, and uh, that is a tough read. I chose to read that like for probably either a middle school or high school 
uh, book report where mm-hmm. I was like, you can choose your own book. We're not going to assign one, which I hated reading throughout school. Like I can count on two hands how many books I, I actually read. But I, I was like, all right, well, if I get to pick it, then I'm going to pick something cool. It was like Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. And I think I was probably like 14 and I was like, this is dense. Yeah, it was not, It's definitely not. <laughs> it's This is not what they, what you call a bathroom read. <laughs> So, it's not the Frankenstein that you get when you're a kid and then you read the book, but it's even more terrifying. No, but after, I mean, I read the book and then, I mean, to be honest, I like the originals. But listen. I, he, and I have both of he, them. When he, Helena, uh, Helena Bonham Carter's in it. She plays a love interest, if you remember. Vaguely. And it's their wedding It's their wedding There's night. Joanna Man, by yeah. the way. It's their wedding night. They're, you know, they have the sex. He goes off because he hears a sound. He's got the place being guarded because the monster is on his on his ass. But then all of a sudden, he's in the bedroom while Victor's out trying to find him. He's already in the room. And he just drops down on top of Helena Bonham Carter and just boom, punches into her chest and pulls out her heart. And they, this all happens in like 15 <laughs> seconds. And I was just... <laughs> I was just scared the shit out of me. And, it was just, and then it got weirder because, you know... He loses his mind now and tries to create, you know, uh, basically her brings her back to life, and but it's just gross. Like. Yeah. Well, I see that that movie that, that gets away from the story too. Like none of that happens in the first story. No, you have to. But you have to. And in terms of pacing, a good a good reference as far as a movie that I do like, but it just has that '90s stink on it, is Wolf <laughs> with Jack Nicholson. <laughs> All this, all this smokiness stink. and that slow motion turning into the wolf under the moon with yeah. James Spader, like James Spader. Well, this wasn't about shitting on the 90s. It was just more about like how everything is permeated now by zombies, it seems. You've got world-breaking movies and you've got hit TV shows. I, mean, I, used to, I used to love playing Call of Duty. I still do. I don't yeah. have it. But, I mean, I, I would like to play it. But every one of those had a Nazi zombies game within a game. Yeah. Like it was something you could get with your friends and do. And I remember there was a spell there a couple of years ago where that was like what me and my friends were absolutely hooked on trying to get to cer- yeah. this certain level. Yeah, you get past level 12 and then it's Nazi zombie free well, for all. Well, we, we had gotten so good. We were at level 33 and you've upgraded all your guns. And I just remember thinking like, man, why why is it what, what Nazis and, and zombies? <laughs> like have we combined the two things that Americans yeah. love to talk about or think about most? I don't know. I mean. And then you had the Russian guy. I, I was always the guy. With, I was always the Russian. And this is true. It was, he was like, "You did right." He had like four. You would think in a game they would have. He would have a more of a vocabulary. But he's like, "Die Nazi bitch!" And he would say it like fifteen times a minute. And it was just like, give the Russian guy something else. You know, "Das anything. I don't know, but <laughs> that makes me think of Grand Theft Auto. I think Vice City when oh, Ray Liotta does the voice, what like, "Dicks, you're all dicks." <laughs> Like just all the things that he said as that main guy, it's like it's like I love that Ray Liotta is the voice of this this guy. The thing about GTA, any of the GTAs, is I would do the missions for a while, and then before you know it, it's just like all right, I'm gonna steal his car, run over that old lady. Yeah, that's and all. Then, and then and then trying to get to that Scarface mansion <laughs> on the other side of the bridge and have a shootout with eventually the army. Yeah. <laughs> That game was so ridiculous. You're so right, because we would get together. I would play with my friend, because we were kids, and we'd play Vice City. And we'd take turns, like, until you die. Yeah. Like, you would play a mission. You, if you won, you kept going. But you never did that first time, because we didn't play on the regular way. 
we played on the hard level, making it. But to your point, after a while, it's like fucking. Let's just steal like, that yeah, I'm car. Not, I'm not gonna go steal drugs from the beat up hookers. I'm not gonna go steal drugs from the street gang and do a hit for the. Like I don't even give a shit about the storyline anymore. Uh, I'm gonna find a hooker. I'm gonna lose some money. Then I'm gonna kill her when she gets out of the car and get my money back <laughs> and whatever money she already had on her. <laughs> And, and no one's going to track me down for that. The and game that I came up with for us was to go ahead and get to the wanted level as high as you could get it. Yeah. And then, and like, try and the winner, it. the winner, no, well, yeah, but just to see, you can't. Once you got to, like. Oh, yeah, once you get five stars yeah, and the army's like, on your tail. There's you, no chance. Like, no you can pull back. into that auto body shop, but yeah. they're not going to repaint your car. <laughs> yeah. We used to do all kinds of stuff with uh, with COD like that. Though we invented a game called Cops and Robbers. That was a pretty awesome game. That was for online play, too. So you had to get. Like all your, <laughs> you had to get all your people to kind of buy into these rules, right? Because it was not a game that it was not a version of the game that right. they had created. This was a game that we had taken and said, "All right, here's how cops and robbers works. You have to have a certain setting, or one of the perks of the game where if you're up close to an enemy, you can hear them talking in your headset. Mm. You had to have that turned on because if you're a cop and you approach a robber, you get get the fuck down. <laughs> they have to be able to hear you, yeah. right? And then you we'd put them in jail." Oh, no. So that's yeah. how they turn into zombies? Well, see, he showed him the canister ah, from the army fuck-up. I saw that. And, oh. and it opened, and, and all the goo inside of this preserved zombie has, has sort of evaporated into the air. They breathed it in, and they don't know it, and they don't find out for a while, but they are now zombies, too. I'm going to have a little shot here, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, tear it up. What are you having this a shot a of? Hammer and sickle. <laughs> Russian vodka. Nice. Notice the iconography. <laughs> It's got a big old hammer and sickle on it. Why does that get a pass? Why does why does that get a pass in history? There's just as much genocide behind. I mean, he killed. Uh, what's his name? Stalin. Stalin killed twelve million people. And probably just Lenin. His own. And probably Lenin before him. Oh, I'm pretty sure yeah. he killed Lenin. So why does but the it's hammer just the and sickle? Murder, yeah. Right. Why does the hammer and sickle get a pass? Like nobody's making swastika schnapps. <laughs> probably are. <laughs> Somewhere maybe. <laughs> But nobody's like, oh, you know, let's skip the hammer and sickle vodka tonight. I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, it's a symbol. It's just, it's too good to pass. I know it's got some negative connotations. I can picture the bottle. Like I could probably make a label and put it on just generic schnapps. I imagine if you made a, if you made a Nazi schnapps or Nazi liquor that would, you know, someone if they're like, well, the hammer and sickle seems to be selling fine. <laughs> let's go. Let's try this. They would probably be like, if if I was Hugo bossing it, it would be a black bottle. Yep. Designed to look like the, one of the, the uniforms. Yeah, or, black bottle, red label with a black swastika in the middle. <laughs> and it just says, schnapps. <laughs> no flavor. No flavor listed. Just schnapps. Schnapps. <laughs> Dry schnapps. It's like, what flavor is this? Schnapps. schnapps. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. How I'll, much? I'll, have, I'll have two of those schnapps, please. <laughs> how, 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 how much is it? <laughs> It's like, uh, are you going to haggle with me? We're, we're, yeah, okay, so, yeah, exactly. We're, 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 this is endless where this could go now. Well, yeah, you could do uh, Ku Klux Craft Beer. Mmm, yes. <laughs> the Ku Klux Craft Beer. Burning Cross Lager. <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> what is the, uh, don't, don't you wish you were a white lager? Or no. Don't you wish you were a white you, IPA? Or uh, too bad you're not white pale ale. <laughs> 
it's a, it's a mouthful. Oh, you'd have to cut it down to just the the, the initials. And then you got the, the classic hate and heritage Hefeweizen. <laughs> hate and heritage Hefeweizen. That way, because I mean, you take it. You know, you know, it it opens the door yeah. for well. There's a little hatred. We're not going to deny that, <laughs> but it's he, it's heritage too. <laughs> I just like colored brown ale. <laughs> you know the crazy you thing. You have a KKK beer. It, yeah, like, yeah, it would be bought. It would be bought in dark corners of the internet. Yeah, but like, and you'd see it at a lot of these like. I don't even know if they do these cross burnings in the old school way they do now. Nowadays, they just stop doing all that dumb shit and become cops and like get assimilated <laughs> into regular societies. And well, yeah, they're doing Stacy Keach's like vision from American History X. Yeah. Like, stop shaving your heads and yeah. and looking like Nazis. Grow your hair out. Become respectable and and infiltrate from within. Well, to make something mildly serious <laughs> out of something funny, that's we, the FBI. We've long known that the fringe groups, these crazies. They're not, like you said, they're not wearing the boots and they're not shaving yeah. the heads. They're yeah. just... They're sneaky. They're, well, they said, how can we do this better? And uh, what the FBI found, <coughs> found a lot, a lot, <coughs> a lot of, excuse me, is that they are saying, yeah, let's, uh, let's just become cops. Let's go clean, get degrees. Yeah. Raise families. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was, that, I mean, I, that was Stacey Keach's vision in the movie American History mm. X, you know, as a way to infiltrate. Funny enough, that's what uh, hard right-wingers thought Obama was doing for Muslims. Um, and I guess he still could be, I suppose, even yeah, though he's maybe. not president this anymore. This is a good look. Where is this supposed to be, by the way? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they ever say where it's supposed to be. Uh, I particularly like the guy driving here because he, he has X's on everything. He even has an X bleached into his, the back of his head. And uh, the best, one of the best lines of this movie, like arguably between between all of the punk kids that are hanging out, the dude with the car that's driving is the most hardcore punk rock dude out of all of them. He's the meanest, toughest, <sighs> gnarliest. Looks it. And they have to kill time until their buddy gets off work. So they decide to hang out in a cemetery and when they walk into the cemetery, there's like there's uh, litter and shit on the ground. And the toughest dude of them all like kicks a can and goes, this place is a mess. <laughs> what the fuck kind of dialogue is this? Did anybody actually dress like this? Oh, yeah. There's pictures like 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 New York punk rock nightclubs. From I've the seen 70s those pictures like, you know, with like Johnny Rotten and all them guys. But like this where you have. Like that is more. That was grungier. Yeah, that's more authentic. They were like just gross, disgusting people who wore a lot of leather. No, dudes definitely dressed like this. I mean, look up bands like the Exploited or the Casualties. The, I think uh, I think the Casual. One of those bands is from Scotland. The other band is from uh, I want to say somewhere in South America. But they're both hardcore late seventies, early eighties punk bands, and they dress like a hundred percent like this. Yeah. And so do their followers or their crowd or fans, whatever you want to call them. If you could direct any uh, type of genre, if someone said, when we're going to give you directorial debut. Porn? <laughs> That's the good answer for this for these purposes. I believe we've already established we're co-directing. Do you honestly, that's a, that's the a, there, there's porn a good question. We are. There's a good question. Can you, could we do that? Because we're, I'm, I'm a fan first. <laughs> you know? I'm a fan first. And a director second. Filmmaker's thicken. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just... Uh, now, are they zombies yet? They are, but they don't know it. What do you mean they don't know it? They they don't realize that they're dead because they don't look like zombies, but 
eventually paramedics get involved and they find out like these men have no heartbeat. Like these men are dead. Oh, wow. And they start turning blue over the course of the movie. The thing is that gas that they leaked that turned them into zombies, it gets into the air. And then once it floats up into the air, it rains and the rain pushes it down into the ground. And then that cemetery becomes like where all the zombies come from. Oh, the gas getting out is what uh, causes the zombie outbreak to happen. Wow. This movie's great. The sequel's even better. <laughs> the sequel to this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. It's, it's just called Return of the Living Dead 2. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, as far as, like, if I could just direct any movie, you know, like, forget budget, forget, I don't know, like, you know, comedy would obviously be fun, but uh, I think it could be fun to direct, like, an action movie. <laughs> Last action hero. Yeah, or just something like, like a big budget, like Michael Bay level action movie. Uh, why does that guy keep, get to keep making <laughs> movies, man? I would want to direct something that doesn't involve too much CGI, whatever mm. that may be. Well, I don't even feel like that. For me, that would be like, eh, unless you're like a hands-on Peter Jackson, want to do everything. Yeah. Like the CGI stuff, you you have people that you hire to... To kind of, de- you know, send that work too. This is my right. vision. I want yeah. you to bring me back what. Well, what and think. I know, but that's what I would not want to do. I would want to create something in real time. I wouldn't want to mm. like be like, all right, we're gonna f- work for twelve hours today, and you're gonna talk to a tennis ball the whole time, and then I can see in my head what will eventually happen. Like I wouldn't want to do that. I would want to whatever the subject matter type of movie was. I would want it to all be happening in real time, not half now. The other half's in my head that the computer graphics department is going to take care of for me. Mm. And then, you know, in uh, nine months, we'll have a rough cut. Like, I wouldn't want to do that. What happened to the dog? That's a half dog? (gasps) What the fuck? And it's come alive. (laughs) Everything that's dead has been exposed to the zombie gas, so it's all alive now. What the fuck? The half dog, the the cadaver that they have in the cooler. Yeah, I saw that thing. Everything's alive now that was dead because they they leaked the zombie gas out into the air. Nice. Well. But again, the, (laughs) the sound really makes this movie because the old guy, the way all of his lines and the way he delivers them, it's just funny as shit. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he has. <clears throat> we were watching uh, Survivor last night and doing a David versus Goliath. <laughs> I like the butterflies. A David versus Goliath thing. Um, you know, on the David t- or Goliath team, was, I was like, that guy's an actor. I've seen him in everything. He's the guy who wrote Nacho Libre and School of Rock and the only acting credit I could think... I know I've seen him in other stuff, but the only acting credit I can think of, and it's funny that we're doing this one tonight, was Zombieland, which is one of my favorite zombie movies because it ties... Who was he in Zombieland? He was he was the guy that gets duped by the fake ring scenario. Remember when she says she lost the ring? It's a fourth time, it's, a, it's worth more than her car. All the whole oh, time it's costume. yeah. Well, he's in School of Rock. Yeah, yeah. He's Jack Black's roommate. Right. He, yeah. But he wrote those both those films. I knew that. Yeah. But he's he's in Survivor. But I remember that scene from Zombieland, which is Zombieland is it? I can't. If it's on, I can't not watch it. I, yeah, it's good. It's so entertaining to me. It's got the zombie element, but it's also just humorous. And anything with Woody Harrelson, because if I wrote a movie or directed a film, I'm I'm ninety nine point eight percent sure that Woody Harrelson has a is either probably not the lead and Val Kilmer. Val Kimmer's 100% in. Yeah. I don't know how we'll make that work, but it's not like he's it's not like he's short on time. Yeah. I think I can get Val on board. 
With I it. don't I don't necessarily want to do it, but I had a, a merry fuck kill that kind of came to mind the other day. <laughs> Thought we had talked to each well, other. Well, I know, it. but it occurred to me you have you have a a very real thing for Ric Flair. I again, I'm not going to fuck Ric Flair. Well, I know. And you also have a very I real thing for Sean Michaels. Might, might fuck Ric Flair. <laughs> Definitely fucking shot. Well, you, in our many conversations around wrestling, there's mm-hmm. no question that Ric Flair and HBK are way the fuck up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a third wrestler that is sharing that top pedestal with those two guys? And then if there is, could you do an MFK with those three and oh. essentially kill one of them? Some lovely tits. Yeah, I told you, she gets naked a lot in this movie. Why is she getting naked right now? Because she, well, again, you, you need the audio on this one, but she she's like really dark and she wants to dance naked in the cemetery and she has fantasies about death and sex and all this stuff. And it's, it's kind of ridiculous, but she gets full on naked. What's funny is after she's completely naked, that's when the zombies come out. What is it? Yeah, she's full on naked, like naked, naked. Huh. I think she is wearing like a, like a landing strip type, pad thing to mm. to not show some but she is still there's Joanna man <laughs> she is still pretty straight up naked yeah there's no lippage there no but what's funny is now the zombies come out and she ends up being stuck naked during the <laughs> zombie outbreak and that's what's <laughs> that's what's really funny well done filmmaker <laughs> well done not that you see a ton of it but yeah is that like is Hacksaw Jim Duggan like just as cool oh you know, sorry I lost train of thought um, Hulk Hogan like who who's that top rung I mean then, when I was a kid I was certainly Hulkamaniac and then over time you just kind of get away from Hulk because he's so even when he did the whole NWO thing yeah he was just so one-sided and yeah. it, he didn't sell well as, as a as a as a heel as it's called in the business as a bad guy I mean oh, Ric Flair he was, he was kind of a douche it never, it just NWO never days. sold. It, it didn't sell because you can't. It's like you just can't go from mm-hmm. the top of the good guy game. Yeah. To try to be the worst heel you can possibly be. Like well, Rick, you I mean, can't put imagine, on a black t-shirt. And like people respected bada bing, bada Rick. <laughs> well, people respected Rick because in the industry and the fans. Because the thing about that industry is, it is a very serious work for these guys. Yeah. They travel 330 days a year. They always, almost always have one or two divorces. I mean, their kids are a mess. The, the, what they sacrifice to live this life and to be sorry, I'm just trying to figure out why the microphone seems to keep moderately famous. Tilting. They have to do a lot of work. So even though it's we all, you know, they take offense when they call it fake, right? I, I I call it what it is. It's just it's just a comedic or not comedic. It's just acting. Yeah. Well, yeah. Every I, time they go, I have a level of respect for what they do. I know it's like when I was a kid, I was like, hell yeah, you know, how I used to sound back then. Get the poo, Brent. <laughs> I don't know where that went, but I was the same way. Me and staying up late. Come on, Ric Flair. <laughs> you know, I just I thought it was just, it was all real. It was fun. As you get older, you get away from it. But if you're coming back to it, like I I for I couldn't put Hulk up there because it's just a it's just a one. So gold dust. Stone Cold would, would could be up there. <laughs> we we kind of touched on him in the pod that we lost. Yeah. Um, Stone Cold could definitely be it, up there. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. He's got a naked cadaver on top of him. Why is the cadaver yellow? I don't know. That's not explained. It's kind of good that the sound's not on for this part of the movie because the noises that the cadaver makes are really annoying. It's like a weird non-human scream. What's funny 
is oh. they reference the zombie movie, the original constantly. They're like, kill the brain, and that stops them, except this is zombie gas, so the, it's a whole new game. You don't destroy the brain and kill the zombie. What do you do? Uh, well, in this particular case, they chop him up, and then he calls in a favor with the guy that runs the morgue next door. I don't know, but I'm saying, for in general, it kind of sucks that you would take away the whole the they're one thing we have. They're undefeatable. That's why there's a sequel. Oh, wow. One of the best parts. Oh, wow. <laughs> one of the best parts of this movie is when the zombies have eaten all of the uh, paramedics and police that show up on the scene. One of those random zombies grabs the uh, CB radio and says, send more paramedics. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, it's I'm telling you, it's campy. It's stupid. That's why it's good. Now there's a headless corpse running around. I don't think they thought this through. No. No, and it's funny. It. Yeah. It's really one you this have to have the sound on for. This is ridiculous. You see, I, you chose it. It's not that I don't think it's entertaining. It gets better. I hope there's so. more coming. I hope so. But to to circle back, I don't think there's a legitimate third. So no gold dust? No. Why do you keep trying to throw fucking <laughs> Dusty Rove gay thun character? Is that who that was? Well, he's not gay in real life. I don't think. But yeah, that was Dust. Gold Dust was uh, Dustin Rhodes. Dusty's. Oh, I didn't know Dusty's that. Dusty's kid. I didn't know that. Because Dustin, when he came out, he he just channeled the same kind of uh, mo. He he wore jeans and 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 wore cowboy hats and brought a rope to the ring. He yeah. kind of tried to carry on that you know great American, great Southern American that his dad had built off of. Mm. And then I think it worked for him for a long time. Then it just went stale. And I think. Whoever idea or whoever the idea man that helped him, they I think they literally said that's always been very interesting to me when a when a character guy when a guy chooses to make a drastic change in his persona. Yeah, and you only have so many ways you can go. It's like you said, you're either going to be heel or you're going to be good guy or you're going to be kind of just an in between. Or they found another level, which is let's make this weird as fuck. <laughs> like you've been doing this cowboy rustling yeah. thing for 20 years, and it's it's worked, but it got stale. What's like the weirdest thing we can do? Gold body paint. <laughs> I'm I'm for it. Uh, like even like on the eyelid, like we're talking full face, no skin tone left yeah. whatsoever. And we're also talking about there. That was the first character that I ever can remember where there was a level of what we probably now call flow gender. Gold dust had some kind of weird homosexual yeah. overtone or undertone in this case. Yeah. It never was directly played on because I know their audience. Yeah. Cause at the minute it became like, is that boy gay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ain't watching hey, it. I'm hey, going over to WCW. I take, can't. take my burning cross logger. I'm about to whip my ass. <laughs> this hate and heritage half of icing? Uh Yeah. It, it, that oh, was not a- too bad you're not white paleo. I got to go whoop some ass. <laughs> Come here, you gold-painted queer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it was always an undertone, but I knew it even when I was young and, and seeing it for the first time, this was like, he might, he's kind of being gay. Yeah. Without saying anything well, he did about lots of kissy faces. He did that. He would also like. Didn't he have boas? He would do like interactions with dude and like, do, yeah, he did boas. And he had the long blonde wig yeah. and the with whole bangs, body suit was gold. And anywhere yeah. out that the suit wasn't gold, he was painted gold. Yeah. And the music was kind of gay. <laughs> but that was an interesting character. I, you, yeah. know, there, you know, there's about a million wrestling podcasts. I've listened to some good ones. Yeah, I'm sure there have been. And when you hear the stories that some of these guys tell yeah. about the cocaine usage on the road, it's just like, wow. Well, I remember when the movie The Wrestler came out. Oh, such my, a good film. my buddy Josh told me his dad 
Uh, his dad never wrestled professionally, but he did lots of the circuit wrestling that was like smaller stages, like mm-hmm. what they show in The Wrestler. And you would have big time guys come through there. Uh, and he had all these stories about like being in a tag team with his dad because his dad was the kind of wrestler that wore the uh, luchador mask. Yeah. Um, but I remember him telling me like when you watch that movie, The Wrestler, watch how they shake hands, like real gentle with the fingertips. He said that's a real thing within that especially that sort of amateur circuit of wrestling because when when two guys come together that don't know each other and they do that gentle fingertip handshake that's a that's a unspoken way of saying this isn't real and I'm not going to fucking hurt you. Yeah. He said and it was it was something that everybody understood because when you got some like asshole with a mohawk coming in and he gave you a fucking pirate handshake you knew like yeah. This dude doesn't get it, and did you? And I need to be careful. <laughs> Again, we should probably we should probably be careful on the wrestling content. But I will say, did you see the Andre the Giant? Most no, re- not yet. It's just called Andre. It's the best I've seen. I've uh, watched during the breakup time with Leah that we've discussed in detail on this show. I was in Florida as we talked about the guys down there. We all grew up in the same age. We all grew up big wrestling fans. Yeah, but he was always a little bit bigger fan than that. He like paid for WrestleMania. My dad, can you imagine me asking my dad to pay for WrestleMania? I never would have done it. Yeah. Because he would have been like, <laughs> the, the laugh would have gotten yeah. progressive. <laughs> it like one of those things, yeah. you know? Yeah. And no, you can watch it for free in a week. Yeah, well, you're, <laughs> you, you can, anyways, they would sell the VHS tape for like $40. Yeah. Uh, six months later. Yeah. So the the actual Is WrestleMania. Is this VHS HD? <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. But he had all of them. He had like all the WrestleManias, all the Royal Rumbles, and then he had VHS tapes of like, um, and actually some DVDs of like uh, documentaries that WWE had made of like Sting and the Ric Flair one was four hours long. The 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 Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal. You might remember those dudes that painted themselves red yeah. and they wore the football and they had the spikes. There's, they had a four-hour documentary, and that you started watching these things, and it's just incredible. But the Andre is the best I've seen because I was always a you know you might could put Andre into that. <laughs> I'll be honest. There you go. All right. Well, I don't. You don't have to say who you're gonna marry no. or fuck. I just want to know who you're gonna kill. Because oh, <laughs> that's the that was the whole reason I thought I was like if you put three yeah. of the greats, you know that you really that really one. would be it. It'd be Ric Flair, Andre, and HBK, and, and you got to kill one, and that's tough. And you can't just say giant because he's already dead. HBK. Really? Yeah. The giant's just too sweet. Plus, you don't want to have a guy like that around just for the utility. <laughs> There's literally nothing you can't do. So you're marrying the giant. Yeah. Because yeah. I think Ric Flair, as much as I love Ric Flair, <laughs> yeah. and he is one, uh, he would get annoying in life. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just a lot. It's funny when I was... And a- I don't want it. I would not want that. It's like if you were around it every day. Yeah. And you know, you know how he can't, he can't go anywhere without... <laughs> like, woo! Like he's just yeah. getting wooed all the time. Everybody wants to just... You know, they want him to do one of the lines from the movie. It yeah. would just become too much. Yeah. Whereas the giant was a guy... And this, you don't know, he fell in love with this spot in North Carolina. You told me this. Spread his ashes there. You actually told me this on a previous podcast when you were talking about... Uh, Princess Bride and and yeah. the wine that he drank and being and yeah. passing out face down and all that yeah and Hogan said yeah. well what do you want us to do but I don't know call a fucking tow truck <laughs> Get a no but he talked to your point with the handshaking there Andre was all of them talked about he was great to work with mm-hmm. and you know he'd come in he'd drink a couple bottles of wine before the match and play cards and just casually just got Andre you never you always knew he was going to win mm-hmm. 
But that, so that wasn't the issue. It was just about, here's what I'll do. I'll, you know, I'll parry on this one. I'll come off the ropes. It's everything that I'll choreograph really well. And um, I got a text of shush. Sorry. <laughs> uh, everything's choreographed really well, but Andre was the guy that if he didn't like you, mm. he was going to work you. <laughs> and he didn't even have to do much. The guy's yeah. seven five, yeah. five hundred pounds. He said there was one wrestler, Big John Stud, who who was also like six ten, not a small guy, right? But um, how big is Big Show? Who was seven the, foot, seven foot two? I think. He he was giant. He was the giant, like when he had long hair. Yeah, yeah. He, like he was, back in I the, think, uh, I think I think the Big Show is like seven one, seven two. I mean, monster of a man. Like I, I don't even I don't remember when he changed his name to Big Show. I just remember he used he was the giant. He used yeah. to wear the one piece leotard two that was sideways like Andre, yeah. and he was just the giant, and he had long like heavy metal Kevin Nash hair. Yeah. Well, anyways, Andre got into it. Didn't like this guy, Big John Stud. And again, like I said, not that much smaller, <laughs> but. Much smaller, yeah. And well, even if you're six, six ten or or seven foot, like, do you also weigh five hundred pounds? No, right. And Big John Stud probably weighed three seventy, three fifty of just yeah. pure muscle, but like, no. Yeah, I mean, much like Bill Paxton, Andre the Giant has some girth. Yeah, some girth. <laughs> <laughs> the, the girther, the, the girther movement. Andre the girther. But he, Andre didn't like this guy, and all the wrestlers knew it, so they were like, "This is going to be interesting." Yeah. And sure enough, he just basically they showed some match clips, and I I don't know what this guy had done to piss Andre off because I'd seen a lot of Andre matches. This was different, like the the chops that he was coming down with. Well, his arm weighs more than I do. Yeah, his, these chops that he was coming down with. I was like, ah, that's bruised. That mm. is gonna not be pleasant tomorrow. And he was actually hitting him. He was throwing him around the ring like it was nothing. And I was like, jeez. But the power of the man is incredible. I don't think I've ever seen an Andre the Giant wrestling match. It's sad because when you see the the ones that when we were just starting to get into it, the yeah. 88, 89, 90, his body was already so broken down. Right. But if you watch some of the stuff that you see in this documentary and some of the stuff you find online of when he's wrestling in France, yeah. and he's a skinny guy, he's still very tall, but he's mm. very skinny. Yeah. And uh, the character he had was mm. that of a wood ch- He was like a wood chopper. Mm. And he just had an axe, and he'd come out there. And a lumberjack? Just, yeah, lumberjack, sorry. And he'd just come out there and, like, they were saying... You got the, the dogs so on the for, brain. Yeah, for the clips. <laughs> yeah, seriously. For the clips, they're showing him, like, cutting this wood, but they, they were like, hey... The, the guy was telling him, was like, hey, man, you, you don't hit it so hard, because they were trying to get takes yeah. on this old French television, and he's just taking, like, cutting trees down with one swipe. <laughs> like, these aren't massively bolt trees, but right. it's just like... He was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Because he was just, like, taking out trees left and right. And they're like, hey, we need a little bit of production value, so bring it back. Can you give me more but wine? He's moved. <laughs> he wasn't like, yeah, and that's the thing. He wasn't like that yet. But he was agile for being so big. He could move, and he had the big. The highlight for me is that phase where he had the monster fro. Yeah. That's the golden years of Andre. Yeah. And he was just on top of the world. And then everyone started talking about the drinking. And there was even a segment in that damn sh- documentary where they're talking solely about his farts <laughs> and how legendary these farts were and he's like the big man would lean over on his left cheek and everyone would be like, oh no like and then he's like Vince McMahon and Hogan were trying to describe it and they're like it, it was like really lippy it was like, <laughs> butt cheeks would slap and the, it would like chairs would rumble it was a just very just the size of the man I imagine like his asshole to be like the diameter of a tennis ball <laughs> just just like good god <laughs> Fart that could shake the floors. 
size of a tennis ball. Like just regular. <laughs> like like tight butthole. It's it's still the like the, the radius of a tennis ball, whatever. Like just circumference. If, yeah, if a, if a tennis ball was two dimensional, that <laughs> that width. Rusty balloon nut. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But it's you know, it's it's not from, you know, being well worn or anything. He's just he's just asses that big. Take a quick commercial break. That's, yeah, the man in the Ric Flair outfit with the Ric Flair haircut. <laughs> oh, that ain't no Ric You got to get the longer locks there. Well, that's true of, like, Ric Flair's prime, but, like, the Ric Flair, like, I don't, you're slightly older than me, so I don't remember wrestling from those years as well as I do, like, the 90s era when Ric Flair had, like, the, the 90s Wall Street guy looking haircut. That's true. He did go through that short... The short phase. It was like a short parted bowl cut yeah. kind of thing. And he wore like baggy suits. Yeah. Kind of, he got away from that flashy, like, because like the, the way he looks in like his, in his heyday, it's like this guy drives a T, a T top Firebird. Like no <laughs> doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. He was more of a Mercedes man from what I've seen, but. Yeah. Interesting times. And his documentary was great on the 30 for 30. I haven't seen that either. Talked about sleeping with, they asked him how many women. Did you take a guess? Probably saw. No, I didn't see it. 10,000. 10,000. That is his, uh. It's his claim? That is his, he was like, and the way he said it. Can that be corroborated (laughs) in front of a Senate Judiciary Committee? (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) I will say the way, I don't, I'm not an expert at body language or anything like that, but I will say. That the way he said it, there was no. It, it was almost like there was no braggadocio. It wasn't like right. He was saying it to make you. He's Ric Flair. You're already gonna think of him as you will. But he was saying you have to understand. Like there was some nights where I had five, six, seven, eight women in the bed. <laughs> and he's like, what? And he's like, the lifestyle that I told you I was living. Yeah. On those promos that are all over YouTube now was the way I was living. And he was talking about when he when he saw a doctor. Doctor says, "Tell me about what you're doing." He's like, "I drink a lot." And he's like, "What? Do you, what how many days?" He's like, "I don't know, 20, 25 drinks." <laughs> and the doc said, "That can't be true. You, you wouldn't be alive." He's like, "I've been doing it for twenty five years." <laughs> I eat bacon for yeah, breakfast, basically. bacon for lunch, and I usually drink my dinner. <laughs> but he was like, "Yeah, if it wasn't beers, it was. We were doing twenty five shots. I mean, he was, and then I drove most of that time because we're driving from city to city." <laughs> So yeah, I buy 12 beers and I had a six hour, seven hour drive and one of us would take turns. And then that's what I was telling you earlier, the, the simple, beyond the lifestyle of constantly being on the road, which is definitely something I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do. No. It's the, the copious drug usage. It's, you should, we talked about this in a pod before, but we've been in places where there's just mounds of. So we're pointing out she's still naked. Yeah, yeah. And what's happening now when they burned the. Corpse. Yeah, I saw that. All the smoke goes up in the air, and then it starts raining. So all the corpse vapor gets rained down onto the zombie, onto the cemetery ground. That's where all the zombies come from. And so the rain doesn't make any zombies of humans, right? It just it just wakes up all. The yeah, because now now that zombie smoke is in the air, and it's getting it's it's like turned into acid rain essentially. That's why they're all freaking out because the you know it's nasty rain, and then the one red haired girl, she's just naked the whole time. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I know. I mean, for being '80s naked, I'm impressed. It's really good. It's one of the yeah. It's what to to quote your thing, your '90s things you don't like about movies. That 
big problem for the 80s was nudity. Yeah, it's not the, good. The boobs all looked very similar. Yeah. They usually, they were going too like far out slope. wide. Yeah. Uh, very intense on the drop, the teardrop. Yeah. Not a lot. And, and the butts, it was it's tough to know because they did that whole thing where the straps were up like to their armpits. Yeah. So you never got an idea right. of what kind of... Uh, what I call the droppage on a cheek, where right. it's like, boom, you know, do you have that boom power? Yeah. Because back in the 80s, it seemed like that wasn't what they were going for. They wanted more this, of a sleek, rounded, yeah, like, look. This actually makes me think, I saw recently the term pog on a- Fat-ass white girl? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what that was, so I, you know, I looked it up, and it's fat-ass white girl. Why is it I know, like, I've mentioned a porn star, and you're like, I actually don't know him. But if you say, like, <laughs> I saw the term pog. Badass white girl? <laughs> yes. Alarmingly fast. Also, have you heard of this rapper? Oh, I know him. <laughs> it's like, I I need to stop. <laughs> well, you got three years ahead of me. That's true. <laughs> Whenever you discovered internet porn, I, I was still playing with G.I. Joe's. <laughs> yeah, well, let's... <laughs> I'm not that much older than you. I don't Whatever, recall the first, time, uh, the first time I ever... Like, the first time I ever fapped to the internet... Coincidentally enough, was WWF Divas page. Oh yeah, the Divas page. A, there was a, one in particular. It was Greg McMichael's, the old football player who you liked him, huh? No, his <laughs> wife. You dummy. He had played for the '85 Bear, Bears for several years. Well, for several years, but on the '85 Bears, he but he went into wrestling. He was one of the four horsemen with Ric Flair. I just thought his wife though mm. was just smoking hot, and she was one of the first divas, and she was middle aged, which is right in my range, <laughs> and she was blonde and just you know because I don't. If you're I, gonna talk in that voice. You have to straighten your non-existent uh, tie. Yeah, no speak, no speak. <laughs> but yeah, no, she was middle aged, which I have a. I had a Playboy yeah. magazine of the of the divas that would do it. It was like a WCW divas full on spread in Playboy. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have that. I had to go. That's why I think my. <sighs> but that's that was, why I think I had better young, first, you know. Yeah. Go times because I was having to use my like the lady, the real estate magazine. Yes. Wearing a full business suit. <laughs> um, my brain had to undress that lady you need to every Google, night. You need to see if you can Google search for that photo. I would come instantly. If I found it, I wouldn't have to do any work. Not for those reasons. I I feel like it needs to get up on Instagram so people can see, like, you know, your, you know, laugh man in the early years. This was her. And you never know if it goes viral. Maybe somebody tracks her down and and ats her on Twitter or something. It's just like anything else. I don't want to find it because I know I will inevitably be disappointed. I'll be like, this chick is not hot. She does have a nice rack, but she's wearing a business suit. What's wrong with me? I think she's 60. Like, it would be one of those things where my brain over time has coddled me. Yeah. And made me forget that there was nothing that should have been turning me on about this lady. (laughs) But there I was, you know. So I wouldn't want to find it. My favorite memory as far as having Playboys was I thought I was very clever. And I guess I was because there was a there was a sort of a anyone can sit in it uh, chair and the little cubby outside of my bedroom. And I remember when I had Playboys, I was like, I don't know where to hide these. And any hiding spot in my brain was an obvious hiding spot. So I just unzipped the back of the seat cushion and slid them underneath the cushion. I was like, nobody's ever going to open the couch cushion to look for Playboys. And if I put them on the bottom, no one's going to hear like a crinkle if they ever sit in this chair, which nobody ever did. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was my hiding spot. That's a good one. I also hid weed in my shower curtain rod. <laughs> That was one of the things, <laughs> which was I remember getting like a, a nod of like that's a, that's actually kind of smart. <laughs> when I had dinner with your uh, when I had dinner with your parents and my parents and some others last weekend, 
or last week. Uh, they they were talking about the pot a little bit. In fact, mom was making it mildly awkward. She wanted our waiter to do the scenario of billion dollars flying. All I was like, can you let him do his job? Like, we don't. What are you gonna do? Ask him, Mary fuck, kill some wrestlers next? Just let him bring out the food. Hey, you there. What was your name? Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> Mary fuck kill. <laughs> Buffalo Bill, Hannibal Lecter, and Clarice Starling. If I Go. was going to do one, it would have been that one. Because if, if we're going to make it awkward, let's Go make it awkward. Yeah. yeah. But Mary uh, fuck kill. Gold dust, gold dust, or gold dust. <laughs> well, that was one thing your mom said, was it? Like finding out things mm. that you didn't know. Yeah. Like, like what? She might know that. I don't know. We've talked about a lot of stuff. Between, oh, like, well, yeah, that's true. Now, I just remember, like, there's a very brief period, it didn't last very long, that I had weed and I had to hide it somewhere, and all the obvious spots to me seemed too obvious, and I just remember thinking, like, the shower curtain rod is hollow. Who's going to take my shower curtain rod down to see if there's weed in it? Nobody <laughs> is going to do that. I'm sorry, but this actress in the back who has probably gone on and raised a family. I don't know about that. That's the funny thing about a lot of the actors in this movie. This is their most successful role to date. So, like, when they do these, like, horror movie cons in downtown Atlanta, like, the dude with the mohawk and the titty girl, like, they'll come and sign autographs and they'll even dress somewhat like their character from the movie. I'm just saying, like, this is, this is it for her then. This was the movie where she was just, I had to be naked the whole time because of the way it was written. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good. I don't know if it's good or bad. It's good. I mean, the zombie looks pretty ridiculous. Well, that's Tarman. Oh. He's the guy that's been in the can- in the canister all these years. Oh. That sucks. <laughs> Why? See, so these zombies have some kind of level of thinking. Yeah, these are smart zombies. They're sentient. Oh. <laughs> if that's the word for it. That's interesting. Uh, what were we, what, yeah, because he, he, yeah, he put it onto a... He's using, like, leverage. He's yeah. putting, like, scientific things to work here. He's a smart zombie. What were we talking... Oh, you were talking about dinner. Oh, yeah. It was just, that was it. You oh. just finding out... Like you said, like, your mom might not have ever known that you were... Uh, you had found a really clever things to put the <laughs> the, the Playboys or... <laughs> that, I, I stopped... Well, don't. Maybe if you do... I probably told you my dad had some, and my neighbors broke in to get them. Did I ever tell you that? No, I didn't know that. So I, I found a, a nice stack of uh, nudies, mm. mainly Playboys. There were some penthouses. I thought your dad was more of like a cherry magazine guy. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Hustler. Uh, Actually, Hustler's tame compared to Cherry. Was, well, that yeah. But I, well, I'll tell you the truth. When it was a. Uh, the penthouse was even that was an eye opener, because when, you, when yeah. the top of the stack is play, because he it seemed to me like he was more of a collector, because there was like, <laughs> I say that in the best possible way. I'm yeah. not even trying to cover for him here. I'm just saying yeah. the ones he had, they, they I know them now to be famous. Yeah, like he might have purchased them because like he thought later, yeah, this will be something that might be worth something. There was the yeah. original Pam Anderson. There was some from like the late eighties. They're not worth anything if they're crinkled up, though. No, no. <laughs> well, I found them, and it wasn't even a good hiding spot. It was like uh, the, the tallest, ew, the tallest counter next to the refrigerator, the tallest drawer. They just a stack of magazines, a crowd up there, and I remember the feeling of like, oh, like the holy grail. <laughs> yeah. So I took them out. We had this great fort I've probably discussed. I took them over there. All the guys are like, holy shit. 
<laughs> they were like, how many are there? And I was like, I don't know, it's a whole stack, man. And they're like, what? Like, it's just blowing their minds, you know? You gotta bring more. So, I never, I didn't know this till later, but when we went on vacation, these guys knew you could just pull back the part of this window framing <laughs> and just walk into our house. And they had gone in. Can't, and I won't say who they were. They had just gone in and taken some of these magazines and run across the street and started tearing out pictures oh. to put in their wallets. <laughs> And one of the guys still, he's like, hey, but I still had that in my wallet until I got married. I was like, I was like what? That's like 20 years ago. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, for forget. a long time. But they got caught. One of the neighbors saw him running over there with a magazine and then maxing, like, <laughs> you know, like boys. Yeah. He just walked quietly. Yeah. No suspicion. But you're, you're, everyone's sprinting. Everyone's goofing, <laughs> slapping. And she had gone over there and seen it and threatened to tell her parents. So they said they threw it away, but they didn't. They didn't throw it away. <laughs> That, I remember a buddy of mine when parts of my neighborhood were still under construction found some nasty porno magazine that I've never heard of in a porta potty on one of the construction sites. That's a bad place. <laughs> it to was like out. it was like Southern Lovin' or something. <laughs> it was like it was like women that are not attractive enough to make it into cherry, but they're willing to show off just as much as they do in cherry. So it's like this isn't this isn't good looking at all. And they found her a shirt. Yeah, she does. Uh, she does find some clothing, but I mean, it's a sleeveless shirt, and you can see her whole tit right through the armor. No, I know. I'm just saying she's got something. <laughs> she's still she's still Porky Pig in it. I gotta say those leggings though. Something, <laughs> there's something hot about that. <laughs> Everything's great except for her weird red wig that she's got on there. Ah, that's no good. The <laughs> leggings and the everything else are nice. She's got like like Geraldo Rivero's hair if it was Ronald McDonald red. <laughs> it's not good. Speaking of McDonald's, this is our first pod. Yeah. Where we ate Mickey D's. I feel great. I feel better than I expected to feel. <laughs> like uh, like you are a, like a nicotine addict and you got your first dragon over a week. <laughs> <laughs> Not that good. <laughs> that was a funny trip to McDonald's because we both got quarter pounders. You got no, one for Leah. I got a Big Mac. I know you did, but you got a quarter pounder for Leah. Oh, I got a quarter pounder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the quarter pounders are made fresh. You ordered first. They're made fresh to order now, so it takes an extra minute to get them, and I know that. <laughs> and yes, I did order my quarter pounder before you, and they gave you your order before mine. I did. And I was kind of mad at the, at that particular moment. And I said, hey, did you call my number and I just wasn't paying attention? I said, no, what'd you have? Said, A quarter pounder? And this girl's like, they're made fresh to order, sir. I was like, yeah, I know. And the guy behind me ordered one, and he just got it. So, and that's when the other girl goes, oh, shit, yeah. Hey, we need another quarter pounder oh, up here. Oh, no, boobies gets it? Yeah, she doesn't make it. And what's funny is earlier in the movie, when she's being all, like, dark and, and depressed punk girl, she talks about how she has these fantasies about old men ripping her apart, and that's how she dies. And that's exactly what happens. She gets ripped apart by she old man zombies. She it as much as she thought she would. No, no, she's all talk. Clearly. <laughs> <coughs> This movie's not big on gore, though. No, it's not. There's no promise of that. If you were hoping for, like, piranha-level gore, that's not... I wasn't hoping for piranha-level gore, but I would have thought a little. I mean, it is a... This movie is low-budge, and it's all dialogue. But there's some good shit in it that you can just see. It's definitely got that 80s 80s kitsch here. This is, um... (laughs) Can't believe this is all happening on my birthday. 
<laughs> yeah, this all happened that day. What month is it? June? July 3rd. July. Probably shouldn't give out that information. Yeah, what's your, um, <laughs> what's your social? What's the last four? Five, five, five. <laughs> five, 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 five. So any big news for you in the week? Big news? No. Uh, just trying to avoid the news. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought about that. I, I thought, actually, that, you know, we had the, the pod snafu where we lost our recording. Right. And I started to think about it, and I was like, yeah, you know, it's probably for, <laughs> probably the, best. for the best. Yeah, because that one was Supreme Court heavy and then yeah. religion mm-hmm. heavy. Well, at least the religion was interesting. It was funnier. It was one of the weird times where the religious stuff was funnier than the uh, yeah, no, political it, stuff. It, it 100% was. But the one thing I do remember saying that I still stand by, if uh, if all of the if all of the accusational stuff around this new nominee is just the way the left's way of trying to prevent a court appointee before November, like I don't give a shit. I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. If that man gets on the court, he's going to be on it for probably as long as I'll be alive or close to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, depending on how the next presidential election goes, you could uh, you could eventually have a Supreme Court made up of nine just hardcore right-wingers. Wow. And the, this, uh, the zombies here just went full ham. Yeah. Well, this is around the point where one of them grabs the radio and says, send more paramedics. <laughs> Yeah, they're this, smart zombies. This is, uh, I gotta say, I think you had me a little bit more hyped up for this one than it turns <laughs> out. I think, as zombie movies go, I mean, I like that Joanna Man. Joanna Man's in it, and he's got cool leather bracelets. He's definitely got that Rick James vibe going on with that Jerry curl. Yeah, and it's that era. It's that Eddie Murphy raw era where like black dudes were like. Studded leather to look cool. <laughs> well, that's what they talk about in the Chappelle show. I'm sure you've seen that. He's like, half the time you couldn't tell if these dudes were dudes or were women. They were dressed in weird shit. <laughs> wearing fucking with the ruffled shirts and the... Well, it's like... Well, one uh, of these dudes was wearing high heels. <laughs> it's like like when you see the Grandmaster Flash original video. Like that's, He's essentially dressed like Joanna Man in this movie. <laughs> he's wearing like leather daddy biker outfits with... With you know, like acid wash jeans and singing about how tough he is. We're gonna have to find Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, absolutely. I guess I I think we've talked about this. We gotta get it on DVD. That's the only way it's gonna happen. We should just Amazon that shit. Just order it, get it on David Day, and we'll watch it on disc. Old school. No stream. So that was the friend? Yeah, that the that young dude in the beginning, he's the He's their friend that they were all kind of waiting on to get off work. He doesn't seem to match the crowd of his other friends. He seems a little punk rock in the beginning, but he he's turned into a zombie, so things have changed for him. This guy. This guy's looking for Bernie. <laughs> you ever seen, have you seen Weekend at Bernie's? I have, but I don't recall this guy at all. When I was a kid, for some I know, reason. Actually, I remember this. You loved Weekend at Bernie's. I loved Weekend at Bernie's. I, I have it on DVD somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I had a be Bernie for Halloween one year. You should. Just get a giant blue windbreaker. You just need two friends. <laughs> Carry your ass around. We are, are, is Halloween get, a big deal for you? Is that a little person zombie that I just saw? I think so. Okay. What <laughs> is Halloween? I know that y'all, when y'all were um, kidless, it was kind of a fun for y'all, right? 
Yeah, we got more into it when we were childless. We would go do the zombie walk and... and uh, this will be released for our October series. Let's go ahead and not interrupt you, but while it's on the brain, I know how we operate. We might not ever get back around to this. But October, we are going to be heavy, themed on horror. Yeah, we're going to do all so horror. So if you have... We should start prefacing this. If you have a movie you'd like us to moderately to almost not talk about <laughs> and just have it on in the background, uh, let us know. But also be reticent that... Check and see if it's on Hulu, Netflix. Hulu, Netflix. Uh, Amazon, Prime. Uh, Showtime, because I have Showtime through Hulu. Mm. Um, any of those. But if you end up recommending a movie that we have to pay for, it's probably not going to happen. We, we, we did it on accident with Emily for Piranha. She thought she got hacked when Double D came under her charge. But that was our idea. Yeah. That was all us. But... Yeah, I mean, if if there's a, but it wasn't our idea. I honestly didn't know that my prime. Well, right, was no, but that heard. movie was our idea. Nobody recommended Piranha Two. I know. I just wanted to see how you could take that that <laughs> Piranha and make another one. I but almost, yeah, we're doing October horror. Yeah, I almost said that we should do Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, or maybe it was, no, it's the other, yeah. I think that was it, but that's not the one that Elizabeth Shue was in. She's in Babysitter's Club. Oh, or Shoopy. Or, I don't, what's she's, in, she's in the, the babysitters. Uh, it's it's adventures the, in babysitting. Adventures in babysitting. Yeah, which funny enough, the the oldest brother sibling that she babysits in that movie is the oldest brother in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead with Christina Applegate. Let me let me drop you on something here. It's gonna blow your mind. I don't care as much about young Elizabeth Shue. Well, no, I'm, I'm I, I get that. Like cocktail, still. I Just, like her in cocktail. I mean, she's pretty in cocktail. Yeah. Can I tell you something else? I like cocktail. You like cocktail? I like that movie. It's a good movie. I like the. It's it's Tom Cruise before he's like running in every scene. Uh, that's that's one of those movies where when I watch it, I'm like, this is a movie I would live inside. Mm-hmm. Like they're at the beach, but then they're at a nightclub, <sighs> and everybody's wearing billowy shirts, and they look yep. really comfortable all the yep, time. Definitely. I could live in this movie. Yeah. Like, it's like New York. Eh, sure. Caribbean. Why not? We'll just kind of bounce back and forth and and, and find rich women to marry. Apparently money is just everywhere and nobody's really that broke. It was the eighties. You got a dream and you want a shitty cocktail. You get that. Here's that's coming right up. You know, extra green shit, you know, (laughs) make it all flash in front of you and put a cherry on top of it. But for me, the shoe uh, obsession as it can only be called, started with leaving Las Vegas. Oh, and yeah. I think it was probably... The hooker aspect. Th- well, it wasn't the hooker aspect. It was just like... I was the first movie that I... Because I was like 13 when that came out. It was like 96, 97. might have even been earlier. Yeah. But I watched it on Showtime at my grandparents' house because that's... We've talked about this. Um, and I remember thinking like, that is some dirty talk. Oh, yeah. Because she's... It wasn't dirty talk in the sense of like porn dirty talk she was talking to her psychiatrist right but it was just so like it's not on the level of that jessica beal scene no oh she talked about. god Which i haven't sought that out yet i need to look for that you don't it's not a hard look bro <laughs> london opening scene youtube <laughs> that's as hard as the research that. is going to be and trust me it's the it's well best 20 it. seconds of your night okay I mean, because it's Jessica Biel saying, I don't know, tell, me, tell me you're going to come. <laughs> and then he says, yeah, I'm going to go. And she just hops off and goes down. Go, oh, man, Jessica. <laughs> Justin Timberlake, you son of Jessica a bitch. Jessica Biel, what are you doing? <laughs> 
Yeah, I think when you told me that, I even said, like, she's the first person with my, one of my first friends had the internet. He's like, I can print naked pictures for you. I was like, Jessica Beale. Just find me naked pictures of Jessica Beale. Well, let me let me do this because I want, I want to finish up here. But I have another thing I want to talk to you about. And I actually thought about it. It's pretty interesting. All right. But so y'all, now that you have kids, it's Halloween. Because I'm trying, this is our first with a, with a it's, child. It's big now for me, at least as a parent, to get into it with them. Mm-hmm. But I don't really prioritize day of. Like, we we went to Halloween parties, sometimes not even necessarily on Halloween, but like the Saturday before kind of thing. Uh, for a number of years, we went to shows. Uh, I know for a fact that we saw Bad Religion play on Halloween once, mm. which was awesome. That was the year I dressed up as Elwood Blues and my mm-hmm. buddy Josh downstairs dressed up as Jake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kristen was Tank Girl that year. Mm, nice. Uh, it, oh, yeah. It was, I, was, I, I imagine you had a good time that I was night. a big fan of that costume. And I actually helped her make most of it. That was the yeah. cool thing. We did the zombie walk stuff. Uh, I think our first Halloween together, we were a tacky couple from New Jersey. We went and bought crushed velour tr- jumpsuits and made ourselves look like just Northeast Coast trash. Yeah. And that was particularly fun because Kristen couldn't get her ex- nail extensions to stay on. So she actually super glued them mm. to her nail so they would be on tight. And she had stuffed T-shirts in her underwear to give herself a bigger ass. And when she went to use the bathroom, this is how long ago this was, we were carrying around a digital camera because we didn't have smartphones yet. And she's trying to keep the shirts from falling in the toilet and ended up dropping the camera in the toilet because she had no use of her fingers. (laughs) Poor paramedics. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. They literally just stepped out of the van. Yeah, the zombies call for more paramedics So the reason paramedics come. The reason I ask is I've never... I like... (laughs) This sounds... So weird. But the like only the things I liked outfits. about no, I just never got into Halloween like that. I stopped mm. dressing up when I was probably like nine. Was the last time I could. But I liked Halloween. I liked the month of because at the time it was called like the Family Channel. But I like that Thirty Days of Halloween movies. Oh yeah, that's. Great. I like Hocus Pocus. I watched that at least five times in October. That definitely needs to happen on the pod. I this agree. Month. And I think I even so, have it on I meant DVD. To, this is one of the things I meant to tell you. The people at work know I do. A, we do a lot of MFKs because I, I, you know, I bring them up and there's some gore. There's some gore, and uh, one of the great MFKs that came up this week was the Sanderson sisters. Hmm. Well, and, you, well, MFK. You, you shat on it when I threw it up. I don't think I shat on it. Anyway, you said it was terrible. It's, it's canon. We can go back and listen to when I. It's threw not a good. It up. It's not a good MFK, really, yeah, because yeah, it's too because easy. Because everyone knows you're gonna fuck Bette Midler, marry Sarah Jessica Parker, and kill the other one. Kill the fat one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've never been a big, n- never got into it very much. Last year, we, the, or two years ago, we went to a party. We're going back to the same place this year. It's good people. But that game, that that Halloween always falls in the Georgia-Florida game, which is usually ruined that night, that Saturday. It's usually not Halloween night, but like yeah. ruins that night because typically over the last 25 that's years. The, that's party night. Right. Well, and, and Georgia for a long time in my life loses to Florida. Not right. so much lately, but and see, then that's one hundred percent irrelevant to me. I didn't even know that. Yeah, they, I know. They played. <clears throat> but anywho, <laughs> I dressed. It was for me. It was like I, it was a last minute thing. I was like, "What do you do?" And I went with, uh, I went with uh, Big Lebowski because it was easy. I had the hair. I had I the glasses. That. I had yeah. the, the. So very easy. Um, this year, they're doing a themed party, and it's like a party where. It's scripted, so she went out and bought one of these things where it's like a murder mystery. We did that last year, and I'm—I think it could be fun. It was. And the cool thing is that my work nickname is Pirate because I always say I like I'm, I'm pretty unscrupulous about how I try to make my money. 
Mm. Kind of a pirate on the high seas. Plus, I spent a lot of undergraduate work. But you had a different work nickname. It's pirate. No, there was a different one. You even said it on the. Podcast. Oh well, yeah, they called me poop butt. No, wasn't that either. Well, I don't. I don't know. What it else. was a one syllable. Pep. Yes. But that's not a work one. That's a life one. Oh. Right. That was the neighbors that I grew up with. Oh yeah. A different story there, but um. <laughs> So I'm pirate. I, He's got a snappy jacket. In my office, motion. I've got the, I've got a <laughs> skull and crossbones flag hanging. I've got like a pirate hat. It's like what I do. Yeah. So this is going to be a murder mystery, but it's pirate themed. So I was like, you know what? This year, I'm going to go to costumes, etc., and I'm going to spend some money. Okay. So I'm going to get the, the the poofy shirt. Yeah. And find some pants that look reasonable and some boots. And my my question was, what is like a decent is there a, is there a decent fake tattoo that I could use? Because because pirates had those tattoos, but they were just of course they were just black. Yeah, and I just wanted to have. Are you gonna like, have a gay partner with you in the traditional pirate sense? Well, that was the Buccaneers. That's different. <laughs> okay, because um, <laughs> it'd be funny if you told me like you dress up like a man pirate. Yeah, because I was like, and we'll be together. Because it's like anything else. You'll be you, my when mate. You, when, you, when you look at the choices for female pirates, it's like. You have all but one option. Yeah. The slutty pirate. Yeah. I don't think she wants to do that. And in fact, we were cleaning out our closet and she found a great overcoat. And I was like, that looks like something Anne Bonnie would have worn. Yeah. So I've got the tricorn with the feather hat already. Yeah. I'm just going to get the puffy shirt and I'm going to get some other stuff and I'm going to make it dirty. And that's mm-hmm. what I don't think they understand is that I'm going to do this. And because I always talk to people, I'm like, you understand that the pirates weren't really clean no that just an our it wasn't like jack sparrow was right. out there these these were just dudes mm-hmm. who had bad hygiene sunburnt yeah. salty and cirrhosis by the time they were 22 these are these are guys that were and i'm just gonna make you it should sharpie i want it teeth. to be as authentic as it can possibly be and then i started to think about like charles vane from that great series on stars called black sales if you ever get a chance can you sharpie a tooth if you wanted to black out a tooth, give make yourself look toothless. I think there's probably an easier way to do it. I just wonder if it would stick and how long it would last, if it would hurt, <laughs> if it would eat away the enamel <laughs> on your tooth. Yeah, I don't know. They definitely <laughs> pasted over her vagina. Yeah, yeah, and she's like a she's like a green like she almost looks like Jim Carrey, like the evil mask from the movie The Mask. Well, maybe she turns into a zombie. To your point, though, maybe I don't go with the fake tattoo so much as I just do a sharpie. Well, yeah. I mean, there are there is a really good because um, like, I, I want to have like a compass, mm-hmm. and then probably like something else. There's a, I mean, uh, do a lot of hand tattoos. Those were big. Yeah, for pirates. There, I don't remember what it's called because I can always laugh this shit off when I see it. But there is a there is a, ta- a semi permanent tattoo company that's really big on Facebook right now, where you can choose from pre made designs or you can design one yourself, and they send it to you. And you paste it on, and you follow the instructions, and for, like, the first uh, few hours, it just looks like black light Mm. tattoo. And as it dries and sets, it gets gray, and then it gets jet black, and it's permanent, air quotes, for two weeks. Oh, wow. doesn't wash off or anything for that period of time. And it's solid, and it's really, as far as that kind of stuff goes... It's really good. I don't remember what it's called, but it's on Facebook yeah. constantly in the ads. I just laugh it off because they sell it as like, test out your next tattoo idea. And it's like every tattooer I know, if you went to them and said, all right, I tested this out for two weeks and I really want to get it. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Because every tattooer I know, like, 
either be serious about this and commit to the fact that it's permanent mm-hmm. and put some thought into it. Like this isn't some, you know, what's going to look cutest in my Instagram story feed. This is, this is our lifestyle. We yeah. take it seriously. And if, if you're not certain, so you want to give it two weeks and then come back, like then find somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> They're all kind of hard nosed about it, but that's us now. I'm going to, uh, we're getting a tiny parrot outfit for V so she can sit on my shoulder. Nice. Um, don't She'll love that. Don't know, yeah. Don't know where I'm going to find it. Well, she likes to ride yeah. on my shoulder already. I just put my hands behind her back. She she rides up there and, and really loves it because she wrenches into the hair. Oh, yeah. Albert does that to me. But um, now, I mean, last year. I'm going, what I'm saying is that this is be the first Halloween. That you're going out for it? That I'm, I'm going to go hard. Yeah. You're going to not pay attention to the football game? The game's at 3.30, most likely. If it is a night game, they'll. I'm not going hard. And they'll just have to understand. That I'm a pirate that's participating in your murder mystery only in so much. I, I would actually say, like, if the game's at 7.30, I'll be honest with them. Be like, whenever you're assigning roles, uh, don't make me the murderer. Make me the guy that dies pretty early in the evening. The other thing, <clears throat> I remember I said I wanted to get back to. Well, I want to answer your Halloween. I want to finish my Halloween thought. But All right. what I was going to say is last year... You know, trick or treating is really pretty much all that Halloween Halloween is now because of the girls. To go to a Halloween party, we'd have to not spend Halloween night with them, which is something neither of us want to do. And if we get invited to a party, we might go. We did do the murder mystery thing last year, which was fun, and and we got a babysitter that night. But like the thing I notice is here lately, the last few years, it's hot as shit on Halloween night. And like last year, you know, the girls were Star Wars characters. That was a good one. And Kristen was the log lady from Twin Peaks, and I was the one-armed man, which is an easy costume because it's just a sport coat where you hide one arm. But it's hot as balls, and Albury was still kind of somewhat new to walking, and, and so it's just like, it's too much. And, I, you know, I'm at work all day. You got to race home. I, I'm, I'm probably not going to be anything this year. Right. I will tell you. Uh, you know, spoilers, but the pictures will be, you know, a really solid payoff. The girls are going to be Sloth and Chunk from the Goonies. <laughs> right. I finally am getting my way there. Got it all planned out. Adelaide's going to wear a pirate hat and a Superman shirt with suspenders. And Kristen said that she might even draw like an eyeball on her cheek. So it looks like she has an <laughs> eye that's too low. And Aubrey's going to have a little Hawaiian shirt and plaid pants. And I'm going to teach her to lift it up and do the truffle shuffle. And to prep them, I've been having them, they've been watching the Goonies semi-regularly. And even though it's a sloth line, Albury's the one that constantly says, Hey, you guys! <laughs> and she'll walk around going, Rocky, Rocky Road? <laughs> so that's going to be them. And I think my sister-in-law is going to actually be in town. And she's going to dress up like uh, Andy, the red-haired girl that's with the Goonies. Mm-hmm. And I believe Kristen said she's going to dress as Josh Brolin. Oh, nice. Need the little bike. <laughs> and I'll just be the dad walking behind them mm. all. I'm probably not going to dress like anything. Got it. I just don't really want to. Yeah. It's hot. <laughs> if it's cool and I can come up with something, I might. But it's like there's not really a Goonies character that I can be unless I want to shave my face. And I'm not going to do that for Halloween. Yeah, you don't want to do that. I got shit for that the year I was Elwood because I was like, no, dude, I'm not going to shave my beard to be a fucking Halloween character and then be baby faced for the next week and a half. And I got shit for it all night because they're like, you know, Elwood doesn't have a beard, right? And I'm like, yeah, I know. And it's also a fictional character and it's Halloween. Leave, right. me, leave me alone. 
But uh, I did want to talk about something I saw this week in the news, and I was going to ask you about it. Okay. Um, and we were talking about pornography there, as we sometimes do. Prone to do, actually. What is this? Prawn? <laughs> Prawn? Prawn? Pornography? Prawn? Prime graphy? Is this a math thing? No, believe it or not. <laughs> I'm so good at math. No, okay, so I saw something. I was, I was on uh, Yahoo reading something unrelated. <clears throat> There's a little bit of a controversy right now where with the technology we have, not we as in you and I, but just generally as human beings. God, I hope you're about to bring up sex robots. No, that's, I've seen that. <laughs> okay. It's very weird. Uh, what would this you, is, is they, they made, they can make porn now mm-hmm. and put a celebrity's face. Oh yeah, I've seen crystal that. Crystal clear. Yeah. So, in the one example, the two, yeah, two examples, and the two that I, of course, it's one of those things with me, it's like, I read this article while I'm taking a brief sabbatical at work, <laughs> and I'm like, what are the odds? Can I look at this now on my phone? <laughs> or do I have to wait seven hours? Is there a corner in this building that I can go put my back up to so I know no <laughs> one's looking behind me? So, I, I looked it up, and I, I, I felt a way about it, and that's why I was going to talk to you. It was Gal Gadot. Yeah. Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and it is seamless. Yeah, they've just taken they've just taken a similar body type, right, and transposed this face into it. And because they can manipulate it with just this facial technology, it's just like you're you're for all in, yeah. intents and purposes, the, you are watching Gal Gadot get straight fucked and sucking dick. And, it's the opposite of like when you. Google, not that I've ever done this, but when you Google Gal Gadot naked and then you go to Google Images and you can clearly see bad Photoshop work where someone's sort of cut her face out and tried to angle it the right way to match the naked photo of a body that's clearly not hers. What you're talking about is this new thing where they like, it's seamless and damn near perfect to the point where it's like... You literally wouldn't know. Yeah. And there would be a moment where you're like, is this really... If if you were not, you know, in the know... Right, like if you add some like videotape fuzz to it and made it look like it was being released on TMZ, you'd be like, "Holy shit!" Holy shit! And uh, and they did one for J Lo too. I wouldn't watch that one. I had to for the, she's, research purposes. She's not. But I felt just not good about it. I was like, "This seems." Well, shame usually does follow masturbation. Well, and I didn't. That's how bad <laughs> this is. Uh, this is the feelings that I had. We're like, I can't even. This this is not even going to be one of my sad days, like we discussed earlier, where I just don't work oh, out. Oh, yeah. No, I wanted to get that content on the pod. Like, I'm not having a cheat day on my diet. I'm having a sad day. Well, yeah, because we were, we were waiting in line. <laughs> we were waiting for our McDonald's burgers. Can I get a uh, Big Mac with Quarter Pounder patties? <laughs> I'm going to eat that, and then I'm going to jerk off, and yeah. then I'm going to take a nap, and then I'm going to jerk off again. Yeah, and, and then I I'm just might gonna... come back for a McFlurry, but your ice cream machine's probably not working. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that when we were there? The lady came up behind us while we were waiting, and she said she called up for her son. It was a Spanish, Javier, and he come down the stairs, and she said, I have bad news. <laughs> and he said, what? The ice cream machine is broken. No, his, mama! Fa- his face, he didn't say anything. You literally see the just sadness roll yeah. over his eyes. And I was like, friend, if you're ever going to be depending on a McDonald's ice cream machine that I promise you is working, <laughs> they're just too lazy to do it, life's going to be very long and hard for you. 
But I do did, they have those shitty lemon did, cookies instead? So yeah, no, even they haven't had those e- since the nineties. Even on a just a sad day, not a cheat day, a sad day. Yeah, I I could not. It it felt wrong. Like, and think about the layers there. Like you watch some of this nonsense that you can. The porno world is a deep dark cave of, yeah. you know, where you, your morality and all these discussions are t- tough to have. Anywho, yeah, but unless you're the president, right? <laughs> but I just thought. Like, it's just, not that I'm a fan of Gal Gadot or her politics, or really, I think she's pretty, but she's not, like, on that level for me. Right. I I just felt like that's just not going to be right. It's just kind of like when, you remember the the guy, he's going to jail now. I found out about this. I'm I'm late to this game. The guy that got into the Apple iCloud of some celebrities and found all these naked pictures. Yeah. And they, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence and, and, uh. What's that rear? I don't know. Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. I didn't see any of them. Uh, I have. Um, <laughs> I was lying. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, so like, what was funny about... minds, you're like, oh, what a bastard. But this, I'm, I think I'm going to save this one, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it was just kind of like, I always thought very highly of Jennifer Lawrence as an actress and yeah. as a beautiful woman. And... Uh, I'm looking at these pictures, and you definitely feel like you're a peeping Tom. Mm. Because you are. Mm. I mean, it's not like you did it, but you certainly had the choice to not look at it. Right. But these were like, Jennifer Lawrence, you little, yeah. little, you little heart. Well, and it's you. like, the more of those you see of all the different actresses, it's like, how many of these women in Hollywood are taking, like, whore photos in front of a bathroom mirror? I don't want to get, not that we've ever edited <laughs> for content here, but... There, she taking a lot of facials. <laughs> I know, it's and, like, and it's just kind of like, like I was. I understand if her boyfriend or husband has some dirty videos that he of his girlfriend he wants to look at, but the fact that her phone's the one that got hacked mm-hmm. with like, facials with loads on her face. Yeah. It's like how many women are like, ooh, before I wash this off, I'm gonna take a, a <laughs> selfie real quick and put it in the me folder. It's like for what? <laughs> Why? But see, then again, that's not fair. That's men thinking. Why? Because we are like, of course we store that photo. <laughs> right? Of course. That goes into a, a mini, like, yeah. super duper file. Yeah, that's labeled, but like, 2015 taxes. No one's ever going to open that. It's kind of a misogynistic way to think about it. Maybe that is a turn on for her. Because I was, you know, I was talking about this with people. Yeah. And I was like, it's just kind of weird to see. And she was like, yeah, but that's just human nature. I yeah. Mean, people do that. And I was like, yeah, I know. But, you know, you don't snap a photo and you don't put it into your... That's a choice, by the way. Yeah. Like, I don't... If I have anything I don't want stored, it doesn't go in the iCloud. Oh, fuck. It's not up there in the... <laughs> it's not up there in the viscera and the yeah. ephemeral... Whatever that... Sh- wherever that shit goes that they, anyone can see, basically. Yeah. I don't, I don't do that. But I, I saw... But the thing about the porn thing, I, that just feels wrong because... It does, and it might be, and that, and it might be something where, like, up to a certain point uh, in terms of ages and and what year it is, we can all go like, that's too far. But I think bigger picture, long term, like now, that's a precedent. That not to sound like Kavanaugh, but that's precedent now. Mm-hmm. So moving forward, if you're gonna be a celebrity, just like how you had to get used to paparazzi in your face twenty four seven, that's a price you pay for being popular. <laughs> Now you also have to realize, like, hey, if I get really popular and I'm attractive, someone's probably gonna superimpose my face on a chick getting double donged, oh, and it's yeah. and I'm just gonna 
there's nothing I can do about it. I Just like George Clooney doesn't get profits every time someone takes his photo and sells it to People Magazine. No, I get it. I know. I know. And that's one of the most fucked up things about paparazzi photographers is they make money off of photos of celebrities, and the celebrities don't make any money off of those photos. Right. But if fucking Sacha Baron Cohen wants to go prank somebody, he's got to get a consent form signed. Which he does because they're idiots. Right. And it's all in the type. But that's we've talked about that. But the point being like nobody's signing a consent form saying, yeah, George Clooney okayed this photo, go sell it for a million dollars because his dick's hanging out in Hawaii. <laughs> you know, it's like, by all rights, he should get a cut. Like, if I was a celebrity, I'd be like, listen, you can take a picture of my butthole. I just want a percentage. You say that, but I'm telling you right now, if we ever got famous, <laughs> I'm taking super care to make sure no one sees my dong because it's the only selling point... <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, wow, yeah. look at that dong yeah. in the well, good no, what, way. What we do is we pay the same people to do the face technology <laughs> to give us Evan Stone's dick. Like just make it as just, just seamless. Just walking down the, some nude beach in France. Make, look at the size of the Laugh the Man's dong. Fucking banana hammock on these two. Laugh Man, the gold was all that self-deprecating humor was bullshit. I think their balls are the size of <laughs> cantaloupes. Good God. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, but yeah, I felt a certain way about it. Didn't well, like yeah, it. No, and I'm, not to it, make it even it darker, dirty. but I felt like that the technology is dangerous. And, and Yeah, because where does it end? Well, here's what where my, my brain went to. It's dangerous because... Think it, we've talked about this in the show, about how uh, too many parents post pictures of the children on Facebook. Yeah. That are cute if they're shared with a very select family member in a file yeah. unrelated to Facebook or right. social media. Right. But <clears throat> like the people that take pictures of their kids uh, in the bathtub. Cute picture. Yeah. But for somebody that's a deviant and an animal, yeah. that's a different ball game. So yeah. my concern with this whole facial technology and the way that they're blending it is that you can you see where I'm going. You, yeah. can, you can easily take something that's not real yeah. that looks as real as it can get and is still as devious and and evil yeah and and disseminate that out and now and now you you're taking the element of you don't even have like it's not like there's a a per se a victim a a, a real human being right but there's still that level of deviancy that still exists that's just kind of like they can, like and you know that if if someone's already doing it with Gal Gadot you know that in the deep dark part of the internet there's someone already doing it to produce right. some of the worst things imaginable yeah and that's just that's that's why when i was watching it i was going through these layers of like this is wrong on this level yeah but man this could get really wrong in the wrong hands and it's like I mean, any it other technology it, exactly it will get into the wrong hands yeah, but I mean, case in point, what do you, what do you do about it? You can't stop paparazzi photographers no, from taking pictures. I think pictures. at that point, it's just personal responsibility. Like I know it's there. Yeah, and I know that. Um, look, I, I have Riley Reed. I don't. I don't. She's more than happy to do this to take multiple dong, and <laughs> she does it. She she is yeah. actually for her. It's sexually liberating. It's it's a point of pride for her. Yeah. I don't. I don't need to do Gal Gadot. And if it gets back to what I said earlier, if you really wanted to do a celebrity thing. Find one from a dirt like most of them have done something fairly nude in a film. Yeah, and use your use your biggest imagine erogenous zone. Yeah, use your brain. It does beg the question here, though. 
let's say you're just doing some more research to see how disgusted you can get with the internet. <laughs> and lo and behold, <laughs> somebody has gone in and taken uh, Don't do it. a Leaving Las Vegas era oh. Elizabeth Shue and superimposed her on a, a very similar body. Oh, I've become a hypocrite so fast. <laughs> Doing really dirty things, talking like extra dirty too. Like we're talking like a mix of leaving Las Vegas therapy scenes and Jessica Biel London, and it's just and and they've even got the voice right, and it's just and it's a it's a thirty four year old long haired blonde guy. You know like the one it's, that it's impossible not to picture yourself. The there. one that would get it for me, the one that I would lose all my morality, <laughs> all questions, that integrity, all that I, just integrity about, I just talked about out the window. It would be the, the face mashup of Shawn Michaels and Elizabeth Shue in, in a scene together. <laughs> and then trying to decide which part of it is the most fun for me. It's actually just like Evan Stone and Sasha Gray, but it's, you know. It, it's but, the Heartbreak Kid <laughs> with the music. With the music, of oh, yeah, course. And they're doing it to the rhythm of the song. Yeah. That's a given. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. would be tough for me. Yeah. To, to you, like you hear about it, like uh, Elizabeth Shue, next victim of uh, of face face transplant sex video, and you're like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I just gave a whole big speech about how this is terrible, and oh, I'm gonna watch this. Oh, the power of <laughs> I need an old priest and a young priest. <laughs> the power of Christ compels me. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. That would that wouldn't. You know, because I didn't know how tough. Elizabeth was doing. I don't follow her career. I saw the piranha, and I said, she's still got it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, middle-aged Elizabeth Shue is on the eliminated list. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, I think Kira Knightley's on one of my one of my lists. Kira Knightley. I mean, gain, eat, eat, get a milkshake. Put some weight on <laughs> I can't do it. I can't right. do it. All right. Not that she's not gorgeous. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, the one that gets me... Speaking of biodome, as we were earlier, what the blonde girl from every '90s movie that Kevin Smith ever made? Yeah, chasing I Amy. forget her name. She's uh, you, you see her nude briefly in Mallrats when mm -hmm. she's changing her shirt. And the uh, I mean, I don't I don't remember, but um, <laughs> <laughs> at the one hour and twenty two minute mark of Mall or something Rats. like that. I don't spend time on Mr. Skin. Um, yeah, she's in a lot of stuff in that in that period. Some people think the voice is grating. For me, it's just. Another turn on. It is a little bit. I'm not but saying. It, I'm not saying that it's not. I, I. I'm not saying that it's unreasonable to think that that girl's voice. Which now, I, let me just phone it. Yeah, I want to know her name, because my one of my one of my best friends in middle middle school and high school, guy who actually you know um, exposed me to marijuana, that was his, that was his Elizabeth Shue, and I think even to this day still is, and as soon as you say the name, I'm gonna hear him say it because he used to just like. Like, give me five minutes alone while I, you know. Joey Lauren Adams. Yeah, Joey. Yeah. Chicks with dudes' names. Mm. <laughs> it's like a girl I went to high school with. Her name was Blake, and everybody thought she was smoking. And I she know, was. I know, I know an Adrian. That's yeah. a girl. Yeah. Um, well, when we were having the, when we were, didn't quite know if we were having a boy or a girl yet, uh, she wants to name a child after her father or grandfather. When she was like, if it's a girl, we could still do Kenneth. And I was like, I... I, As in Branna? <laughs> I don't think so. Because I'll, her entire life, just picture the Spider-Man from uh, from Wild Wild West. And and I don't want to... You know, funny thing, she, Leah thinks that's a good film. I think she's the one. <laughs> the 
this is do you a remember terrible the hype? movie. Oh, I do. Film? I do remember the hype. I mean, they, that was a McDonald's toy two months before the movie came I know. out. And I've seen it a few times. Like, cause horrendous. It, it's awful. It's horrendous. And the thing is, I like everyone in it. I think Kenneth Branagh is one of the best actors of this century. Although I think I, Kevin Klein yeah. is amazing. Will Smith, of course. I can take or leave Will Smith. He's been good in some things. Like... I liked him in uh, the, the one where he... True story about... He plays a real-life guy that's struggling and finds oh, success. Oh, yeah. I liked He's him. He's good in that. I'll give you that. I liked him in I Am Legend. I, um, I didn't think that was a good movie. I thought it was a good movie. Uh, Hancock was okay. Hancock. That was a good film. Hancock was okay. Um, He's been in some bad ones, of course, too. I have a soft spot for Independence Day. But okay, yeah, I'll give you that. Best best line of movie. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's a whole. I saw a whole Vice article written about people that still to this day say that he said Earth. Yeah, he did. I don't think he did. Welcome to Earth. Pull it up on YouTube. I've heard it. I've seen the movie probably fifty times. I don't think he says Earth, but he says Earth. Well, to each their own. You know who I really stole the show in that movie? Never gets enough enough credit. Harry Connick Jr. Man. Yeah, and also uh, Robin Williams' gay brother from Mrs. Doubtfire. I gotta call him my lawyer. I gotta call my mother. Oh, forget my mother. No, he's just the lawyer. Well, not the mother. He's very good. Yeah, I forget. You got name. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, the and, Fly and Pill Bowman. We should do Fly, Pill Bowman, and we should do The Fly. The Fly is actually on Hulu. I know it's on uh, Amazon as well. Um, we could do The Fly. Um, Jean Davis, back before she was too tall and a little bit gangly telling you what man a young Gina Davis we've talked about this on the pod we have you you have a, a very soft spot or well not so soft spot for Gina Davis <laughs> if I was gonna if, it, if if I was picking any G- Gina Davis role Earth Girls are easy no that's too easy um, for me it would be a League of Their Own in the outfit uh, never really mentioned this out loud before but um, <laughs> one of my <laughs> kinky fantasy adventures that I would love to see come to fruition is to see that Rockford peach outfit on my wife. You probably, probably one Amazon not, click away from making hard. that happen. It's not hard. It's just the selling of it. <laughs> Hi. It'll be darling. easier to sell than the braces. <laughs> Damn. If I was asked to choose braces and choker, <laughs> Rockford peach. The thing about the braces is it's fake teeth. Like there's a whole thing going on there. Rockford peach outfit is just a, it's a shirt dress onesie with a little red hat. Mm. I like the way he said it. <laughs> and a and a worn out old baseball mitt. <laughs> I love League of Their Own. I think that's one of the one of my top movies of it's all no time. Don't cry in baseball. I you know the thing is, all those lines that people talk about there, I are nothing in that movie can touch John Lovitz. Hey cowgirls, see the grass? Don't eat it. And he's like he's like, What you ain't taking her because she ain't pretty? He's like, Well, look who just caught up. He's like, What's the problem? You know General Omar Bradley? Yeah. Too much of a resemblance. <laughs> I just love everything about it. It is like, yeah. see, girls, how it works is the train moves, not the station. <laughs> it's just that whole, he just absolutely, he's like, all right, I'll see y'all later. Have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dry your eyes. <laughs> no, I got to go out. I'm going to go home, give the wife the tickle pickle, and hit the road again. <laughs> like, it's just like, John, it might have been the role of his career. Outside of High School High, which I contend is still one of the greatest comedies that's never been seen funny, by anybody. Anytime everybody brings up High School High, I immediately picture it's just a brief cutaway scene where one of the black high school students has um, wavy cornrows 
and he has micro machines racing inside yes. of them. His car. It's actually a, a police car chasing. Yeah. Another like. And anytime you bring up high school high, apart from like the weed and the and all the imagery, like I constantly think of that <laughs> black dude's cornrows and the micro machines racing inside of them. <laughs> That's always what comes to my mind. High School High is such a good movie that no one gives enough credit to. Well, after uh, Halloween season is over, we should get High School High on the pod. I don't know if you can, because it's kind of like this movie that we did tonight. You just have to hear these jokes. They're so well, yeah. not good, well, yeah, the, but good. And the, the, can, my thing is, the play on, it was, okay, it's not a deep film. Right. But with time it's a play on the substitute no it's a play on dangerous minds oh okay with michelle pfeiffer which to everyone was a big deal you had coolio song yeah that you know weird al got made a platinum song you know well it was the edginess but it was Mm -hmm. also like well here's this white lady in the hood saving lives and that Mm -hmm. that whole moray got rolled and done a bunch of other times with all kinds of different Mm -hmm. films the substitute there was the one with the two uh, yeah, that one. The Substitute 3. <laughs> Jaws 4. <laughs> Sniper. Uh, Sniper. Well, I'm just crossing my Tom Berenger films now. Yeah. Major but, League. But when you watch them, like, if you put them next to each other, it's like, yeah, at least they're showing how ridiculous this premise is. Like, yeah, white people just don't drop into a, a, a failing, suburb, uh, you know, city high school. Harlem. Harlem. <laughs> and they, there's nothing they can share. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not... Let me tell you about the time that I was <laughs> that I was on Broadway. Yeah, it's just not... <laughs> it's not... You're never going to do it. It's, ne- it's not a premise that would ever work. It occurs to me, if he hasn't done it already, I have a gut feeling that John Mulaney could do a killer John Lovitz impression. Uh, I, I mean... Because he kind of already in does. In the, the impressions already, in the pre- impression game, I imagine John Lovitz is easy to do. I, I don't... Well, and he is, but if you've ever heard John Mulaney do stand-up, he has a very similar cadence to John Lovitz, so he could probably nail it. might not make you all that happy. I don't find John Mulaney's stand-up to be very funny. I don't either. I've given him, and to be fair, as someone who enjoys... To be fair. To be fair. (laughs) To be fair. uh, I give fair, you know, a fair run-out to to a comic. Yeah. So I... Do you like the hello? The hello with him and Nick Kroll? Did you see that? I, I, uh, Too much tuna? It's just, I just don't find... And Nick Kroll, the only time he's ever been funny to me was in the league. Uh, as the Ruxin. league. The league is, that's canon. Um, that's the. It's like one of the greatest shows. Yeah, and it's it got bad at the end when it became a basically just a rolling commercial for every beer brand or fan Well, it, be, it kind or, of became a, a bad play on itself. It, it really just became seriously. You could tell them just making money. They, they, every time they were in that bar that they would go to, it was Coors Lights or it was just constant. Yeah. And then they I did remember the. I was big into Sunny, and my buddy Mike was like, "Have you seen the league? It's about fantasy football." I'm like, eh, "I don't give a fuck about fantasy football." I was like, "Neither do I." But you have to yeah. watch this show. That, that was what was good about that show is that you didn't have to care no. about fantasy football, and I mean. That, that's the only time I thought Nick Kroll was good, and that wasn't. I don't know if he if he did a lot of writing or not. Not the equip monk, <laughs> the bobble man. You had a lot of crawdad man. <laughs> I like I like a Korean Korean Dick Vitale. Who is a diaper dandy? Or then you had Kevin's, who was supposed to spontaneous orgasm man. <laughs> And he'd be like, so what's going on? Oh, I just come. <laughs> well, the best was that uh, 
<laughs> was when Jason, Jason Manzoukas spends the entire series calling Kevin Brian. And it always made me laugh. <laughs> Yeah, you had uh, you had Taco, you had uh, what was it? Yeah, Taco, that was his well, name. Brolo El Cunado. <laughs> and Dirty Randy. Dirty Randy was What was Jason Manzucas' name in the show? Um Well they called him Brolo El Cunado. Um uh, I can't remember. He was really he was really good. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Brian. <laughs> he, he's like about to pass he's look, he's the designated driver where they catch him drinking. He says, No worries. I'll go have a shit, shit the booze out, have a mint, we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, that's a it's a really good show. But that was the only time that I ever found uh uh Nick Kroll to be funny. And I've I would but, agree, because he had that show, I think, on Comedy Central where he did all the characters. That's bad. And it, was it, just, not, it wasn't funny. It was not good. So what uh, I was Nick, saying was Nick Kroll, please, please subscribe. subscribe. We gave out or I gave him two specials on Netflix to see Mulaney. Mulaney and did I laugh? Yeah, there was some stuff that was good. Well, his uh, Tom Jones "What's New Pussycat" bit always makes me laugh. I gotta see that. Um, well, that's what that's what I was gonna get to. The stand-up that he releases on Netflix, visual, I haven't enjoyed particularly. But his first, first and second album, I think maybe just the first um, that I just have listened to. The audio, like driving to Florida, <laughs> genuinely kill me. Mm-hmm. And one of them is when he tells a story about. How he and his friend went to a, a diner somewhere to Waffle House, and they bought like twenty one plays of What's New Pussycat, <laughs> <laughs> and just sat back and watched the chaos. <laughs> He's like, because if you don't know, the beginning of What's New Pussycat goes bum bum. What's new Pussycat? <laughs> and he's like, and so after the first and second and third play, people are starting to get hip to the fact that this song. Like, cause after, after maybe two, you, you think, oh, this song's longer than I thought it was because it's seamless. So then after the third or fourth one, that's when people start catching like, I think this song is playing over and over again. He said, and the genius thing that we did was like the eighth or ninth play. They did one of his other songs. Uh, it's not unusual. Yeah. It's like, and that was genius. And as soon as that was over, bum, bum, what's new? Pussy? <laughs> and he tells the story so well. Uh, and it we was, should do that. We talked about this. We should do Mars Attacks. It's Tom Jones heavy. Yeah, no, I definitely want to do Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks <laughs> is one of those movies where I forget how much I like it until I watch it. You forget how kooky it is and how it's loaded with people. <laughs> yeah. But it has one of the great... I remember it's, as a kid when you're watching a film and some stuff's going over your head, so you're not really getting some of the things in that movie when you're younger right. and you watch it later. But there's a line that just slayed my mom, and it slayed me too, but it's when they're... So it's like... Middle of the way through them killing everybody, their little green dudes running around just mm. blasting people away. <laughs> but do you remember? Yeah, but do you remember when the, before they had started killing that guy thought he had a way to the machine would let us know what they were saying? Yeah, kind of, so, kind of like the uh, the movie with Richard Dreyfus, Close Encounters. Yeah, yeah. Well, so they had they had <laughs> they had taken that with them, so now they're running around with this thing. <laughs> Saying it, and there's like, do not run. We are your friends. While they're just <laughs> blasting away at these people, and it's just a line. Do, do, do not run. We are your friends. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> 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 it was just ridiculous, man. Yeah, no, that that movie. It's like fish and chips. Like I don't ever get it, and then occasionally I do, and I'm like, fuck. Why don't I get this more often? That depends on where you get it. Well, that's true, but that's the way that movie is. It's like 
when I catch it, I'm like, I should like work this into my rotation like I do other movies. I don't watch this often enough. And as a little kid, I gotta say, I had a bit of a thing for the robot lady. The robot lady. The blonde woman. Sarah Jessica Park? No, no. The the blonde that, that the Martians sneak into the White House. Oh, yes. She yes, also yes, plays yes, yes, yes. in another in um in the in the movie that Johnny Depp made about um Plan Nine from Outer Space. The one where he played the director of the like the worst horror movie ever. It was uh, Bella Lugosi's last picture when he Anyways, she's in that movie and she plays like an Elvira type character mm. who did like midnight scary movies. Um, that actress, well, yeah, when I was little, she, 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 she did it for you. Yeah, in a big way. But she's a, she's an alien. But see, that's the she's thing about, like we were talking about Hocus Pocus. It's the only film in the history of Sarah Jessica Parker where she is, she is sexy. You don't think she's hot as a little dog? No, <laughs> I don't. But in, uh, but in Hocus Pocus, there's just something about it. A hundred percent. It's the goth makeup. And, of course, you got that little blonde girl that you found from... Uh... Yeah, don't make it weird. Well, she's of age. Now, but well, not in the she, movie. What you... Yeah, she was. Oh, you're talking about the... I'm not talking about Thor Birch, you okay. moron. I'm well, talking yeah. about... <laughs> you were Thor Birch heavy last time we talked about well, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I, all I said was, it's yeah. weird to watch Hocus Pocus with Thor Birch as a young child and then yeah. see American Beauty and she's whipping out some it's of the biggest... It's weird to watch Commando with Alyssa Milano as a little kid in overalls and Very it's like, true. I've seen you naked a lot. A lot, yeah. A lot. Those Thor Birch <laughs> boobies, though, those things were, were really just... Uh, it kind of skews Hocus Pocus after that. Yeah, well, you can't watch that movie anymore because Kevin Spacey's in it and he's canceled. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Man. Speaking of Commando, I feel like we should watch Commando. Talk about a movie you don't need the sound on for. That or Eraser, which is on Netflix now. I don't know if you've seen Eraser, but <laughs> I've seen. A you want to talk about a ridiculous movie, The Crocodile and the Zoo, yeah. and like there's. I don't. I mean, I might be wrong. Like, I haven't seen Pumping Iron, but there's, <laughs> there's probably not a Schwarzenegger film I haven't seen. It, you haven't seen a Schwarzenegger film until you've seen Pumping Iron. <laughs> I love coming. Okay, for me, a workout is like, it's a coming with a woman. So imagine, when I come to the, when I go to the gym, I am coming. When I, when I work out, I am coming. When I drive to the gym, I am coming. You're like, holy shit, of yeah. course you've been accused by 50 women of sexual harassment. I know about those lines, I think, from the regular guys. Everywhere I, everywhere I go, I am coming. <laughs> Like, jeez, Arnold. <laughs> but, I mean, think about it. Like, I've seen all the Conans, all the Terminators. To crush the women. Or, no, to crush your enemies. To see them driven before you. And hear to the hear the lamentations of the women. <laughs> the best line in any of those films. <laughs> I've seen those. I've seen the Terminators. Those got ridiculous. By the time well, Red Sonja was out, it did. was like you had, like, little that little magic well, yeah. Japanese kid. You had, like... I mean, yeah, that's the era of Beastmaster. Let's, let's do and Beastmaster, bro. Kodo and Poto. Beastmaster, Dolph Lundgren at his best. Oh, <laughs> that guy should be in more things. But, I mean, name a Schwarzenegger film. I've seen it. Like, there's not one that I haven't seen. He's oh, All right. Um, Sixth Day. Seen it. Collateral Damage. Collateral Damage. What's that one? It's a revenge film. Is that the one where he gets a, he's a double? Like he has No, a- no, that's, that's Sixth Day. Okay. Now, Collateral Damage was actually one I know about because... He, um, they had to release or delay the release date mm-hmm. because in the film there's like a plane crash and it was like due Around to be released. 11. Yeah, it was, like, it was supposed to be released. Like, the well, what's the plot line? Because I know I've seen it. 
I don't really remember. It was a very bad film. I don't remember the exact. It's but like any other thing, it's just a it's a Mel Gibson style revenge film. They kill his family. Some okay, mi- yeah. Middle Easterners kill his family, and he comes after them. Ooh, True Lies. True Lies is fantastic. So good. Now, Tom Arnold at his finest. Dan and Bill Pax- Bill Paxton at his finest. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> old Girthy. That's old gonna be Girthy. Re- old Girth. <laughs> we need to find his tombstone and chisel Girthy on the Jeez, side of it. Just Girth. Girthy uh, da- dash K H. True Lies was a movie that was formative for me because my first girlfriend, who we've moderately discussed on here, right. was a big fan. That was like her favorite movie. And as a 16-year-old, she really got turned on by the scene where uh, Arnold is making uh, Jamie, Lee, Jamie Curtis Lee Curtis dance. Yeah. She doesn't know that it's him. He's yeah, using he's that got the voice. French, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. And she's dancing, and she's very hot for being a half-dude. And uh, amazing tits, by the way. Just watch Trading Places. Trading Places. Gosh, yeah. it's, that's a great film. It just It's worth it to get to that scene. Um, I wish I could remember it. There's another movie with the two brothers that make the dollar bet where they're homeless. Well, you know, the Harry and the Hendersons. He, that was one of the brothers. Right. Um, Don Amici. Mm-hmm. I forget the other guy's name. But there's another movie that came years after Trading Places where the main characters in this movie walk past Mortimer and the other brother that made the dollar bet. And he gives them money. It might it might be... Um, the movie where Adam Sandler becomes a, a millionaire. I, I, I don't remember. Anyways. Click? No, the one where he, he's, he inherits Billy Madison. money. No, the one where he inherits money and whatever. Mr. Deeds. Yeah, that might be it, now that I think about it. Because there's some premise where somebody walks past them and they're homeless men on the street and they give them a huge wad of money. Yeah. And they sit up and like, Mortimer, we're back in the game. <laughs> and it's years after. But I mean, that, that might sounds be, like Mr. Deeds. But, that, but also, to come to think of it, like Trading Places is like 1989 and Mr. Deeds is like, 2000 actually I want to say Trading Places was earlier than that it might have been point, I think Trading being, Places was like 84 85 point being I don't know if those two actors would have been alive when Mr. Deeds came out so that might be the wrong might movie. be the wrong flick Mr. Deeds is like the last reasonably okay Sandler film because yeah. it's really bottomed out well now. I mean his whole thing now is just like I want to go somewhere with my friends alright well, let's figure out a way to make a movie there well and the th- thing is when his name is on it, for whatever reason, it sells. That terrible movie he did, the Western, yeah, was like widely panned, and some even said some of the worst film that ever made. <laughs> and it still still did well. Still did well. It's I mean, it was a Netflix well. movie. Yeah. They, they've signed him for another like ten films. Yeah, Click was good. It actually made me moderately sad. Yeah, um, who's his wife in Click? Oh, Kate Beckinsale, bro. Yeah, she's hot. What if she was not one of those face replace things? Nah. You've really already touched on it. <laughs> the, ol- the only one that's getting my get my ethic. Shuby. Shuby. Old Shuby. There's probably more. I just have an affinity for those kind of... Like well, the the female lead from Hocus Pocus and Ladybugs. <sighs> Man, she is... Like pretty. a mini shoe. When you sent that clip, I was it was kind of awkward because she's running in slow-mo. Yeah. And there's things. Yeah. Chesticles. Well, and what's funny, like... You watch that GIF, and she's probably like 16 in that movie. That's yeah, that's the problem. But I saw that movie when I was like nine. Yeah. So in terms of it being okay throughout history, it's fine because <laughs> I was a child when I saw that movie, and I was like, whoa. And now she's not 16; she's probably in her late 40s. I saw a weird film that popped up on my radar the other day that I remember watching when I was a kid. 
and being completely boned out, like <laughs> boning it for sure. There's a bone in it. There's a bone in it. Uh, and it's a weird movie, and we've it's kind of coming full circle tonight because it's got it's it's an entire movie where nothing happens but a massage, and it's called the massage. Hmm. And it's got Mimi Rogers. I don't. You're not familiar. You would know her if you saw her. She was a. Uh, in Austin Powers, she was the original. She was the mom. Oh, of Elizabeth Hurley. Of Elizabeth okay, Hurley. I know exactly who she is. And she she was actually married to Tom Cruise in the eighties. That was really? his first wife, I think. So he was married married to milf. Yeah, but she wasn't like milfish then. But she's older than he is, I would think. Yeah, by a bit. A bit. Married an older woman. Yes, but she's got these jugs that are just monsters. I've seen them. And in this, I mas- mean, I don't know. In this massage movie, she. She it came on and I just remember being like, "Damn, this is awesome!" I'm probably like twelve, and it's just, it's all dialogue, it's all mm. during a massage, and the dude she's rubbing down is the guy that starred. This must have been awkward. That starred with Cruise and Cocktail, the, the dude that shows him oh, the, the ropes, guy yeah, and then rips him off himself, yeah. yeah. He uh, he's the one getting the rub, and you know, it's kind of a weird film because, like I said, she just ends up. I think he's the masseuse, and she's just naked, and he's <laughs> just rubbing tits and. They're talking about things. I don't, I don't remember what, what the story arc was or how that even worked. It must have been so difficult to make. <laughs> hey, man, what'd you do all day? Oh, I got to tell you, I was on set all day rubbing tits, <laughs> trying to memorize my lines, <laughs> just rubbing these big monsters <laughs> with oil. I don't even know what the fuck this movie's about. Yeah. <laughs> but I get I get to rub tits the whole time. I know that's, that. That's all he did. Young Flanagan. Young Flanagan. <laughs> God, it's it's just a ridiculous film. I it, I don't know what how it popped up on my radar a couple weeks ago, and I was like, how is this even a thing? But then again, how many movies have been made? I mean, I yeah. don't know, like twelve zillion fucking movies. <laughs> how do you how do they do a sex scene? I've always, that's one thing I've always wondered. Cock socks. Is that it? Yeah, unless you're doing like a brown bunny type film, where they're like, let's just do it. Yeah, well, they were like married. Chloe Sevigny and right. that guy were like actual partners. They do say that there are some movies where both the actors are so method that they do sort of agree to just do it, mm. and it's you know just kind of left to your imagination whether or not. Well, they you don't really want to get into a movie with Daniel Day Lewis then. <laughs> That's he's not coming out of character. I'm an actor, and what I have to do to get into the I have to enter your butt. <laughs> Oh no! No, the scene. This, this is a civil war movie. <laughs> right, right, right. When, when you get shot, you must immediately start to masturbate to get one more out. <laughs> it's all about having one last ejaculation before you die. This is a callback to an episode of a podcast I've been listening to from months ago. You get shot and you find a bush to masturbate, <laughs> and you try to beat the clock. <laughs> Did he make it? He didn't make it. Why, God? <laughs> then I enter you. I don't. I don't want to make this move. Can I speak to my agent? I thought you retired. <laughs> I always heard a rumor that that film uh, with Ryan Phillippe and uh, Cruel Intentions. Is that it? With him and Sarah Michelle Gellar and Selma Blair. No, this was the one with the. He ended up married. They were married for years. She's a big star now. Um, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Is she in Cruel Intentions? I don't know. Maybe she's in Cruel Intentions. But anyways, they they have a sex scene. And it was always rumored that they were married then, so they did it. And there, the the rumor was that's actually where she she actually like got pregnant. Interesting. From that sex scene, probably bullshit. 
could I mean, be. 99% probably bullshit. But the fact that that's the kind of thing that gets circulated by seven, you know, seventh grade preteens when they're like, <laughs> oh my God, you hear? <laughs> of course, that was how it was back then. You remember that time? Like any... Well, Any yeah. rumor, like think of all the Marilyn Manson rumors. Oh yeah, he threw a puppy into the audience. I just think about some he of removed shit. his ribs to suck his own dick. That was a, yeah, that was a big deal back then. Like there was a house party that, of course, I didn't get invited to because in seventh grade, who has a house party? But well, you yeah. got in trouble for weed, so you couldn't go. Well, anyways. that was did. That was many years later. <laughs> but <laughs> I can't go. I can't go. My one shot at popularity. I got caught with weed from a note I wrote <laughs> myself. I wrote it to me to remember how fun it was. And my mom still washes my jeans. She does it. That's the funny thing. She, that's, uh, she used to say, it was, I, didn't, I didn't look for it. It's like, you don't do my laundry. Why are you just all of a sudden? This is an invasion of my privacy. <laughs> and can I please have a sandwich before I go to my room? <laughs> yeah. the uh, But I remember they had some party, a bunch of seventh graders, all the cool kids. And that next Monday, the hot rumor Oh, did you hear what happened to, I, I could say the names, but did you hear what happened? Like, no, but, well, guess what? A fingered B, you know, Michael fingered two Jessica. Or Jessica. And everyone's like, whoa, in the vagina, in the vagina, bro. Yeah. Whoa. And the butt. <laughs> no, that's. You're shockered. <laughs> uh, two in the pink, bro. Well, actually, he did, he, he did one in the pink. And then you just hear these stories, like. And then, yeah. But it's funny how when I was growing up, like those, it becomes less and less of a thing until at one point. One of my favorite, and we'll probably need to wrap up soon. One of my favorite high school memories is there's a girl that went to school with us. God bless her; she's probably a sweet person. I found her to be a little bit of a bitch, considering what I'm about to tell you. Her whole family wore tens. Her mm. oldest sister was like the hottest girl at our school. Her yeah. brother was like the main guy yeah. like he was the stereotypical 90s movie jock and uh, but she for what poor genetic reason just caught like She's whatever got glasses whatever, and a ponytail whatever no, it's so much worse <laughs> whatever all this great seed that had been spread it was like finally it was like god saying and now ye shall receive a dud <laughs> to better understand matter mom just got frisky with a plumber yeah. <laughs> or chunk. <laughs> uh, but she was so unattractive. She had a hot body, like the rest of her family, but just they were so bad that the nickname that they gave her became so popular. Oh, no. That when she had a beef with a rival school, some, she had some kind of girl beef. <laughs> she had pissed somebody off at a different school, like in the same county, but a ways away. Yeah. That... They got back at her by making a, I don't know whose parent approved this, because they would have had to, <laughs> but they made a t-shirt, put mm. just her face on it, and then put the her nickname for how ugly she was right above it, and like 30 of these girls wore it around school that day, and like took pictures, and like... What was the nickname? Eh, shovel face. Because <laughs> that's about what that's it looked like. One. It yeah. looked like yeah. she had just taken a just a straight clean shot yeah. like early in her infancy, and it just kind of stayed that way. When the bones are still soft. Yeah, it was just bad, bad, bad. But she, like I said, she was popular because of the familial connections, and she went to... I was at a house party one time. I don't even remember the house party. Just a bunch of people hanging out. And she, like I said, she had a hot body. So I think the plan for some of these cats... and. She had this dude at the time, oh man, Carlos. 
he, <laughs> or Cardo, Ricardo, he uh, takes her in the back, and we know what's going on back there. And we, the common assumption we all have is it's got to be doggy style. <laughs> You know, because the yeah. body is, yeah. a, is a nine or a reverse cowgirl, maybe something. But everything else is in is in place here. Yeah, but the you, surely you're not face up. <laughs> I mean, how could you keep it up? <laughs> and uh, they come is out. Is this good? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. It was. You have to tie a stick to it now. Shh, don't say anything. Don't, just, 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 just lay back down. Uh, but is this sh- good now? <laughs> okay. Okay, again, just shh. I'll, you know what? I'll tell you when it's not. Just don't, and then you don't say anything. So she, uh, they come back out after whatever, and uh, it was so fucked up. This other dude that I knew was there, and he's like, what the fuck? He, he said, dude, check that out. And I said, what? He said, look. And what, I guess wherever he had decided to, this is why I thought it was definitely a case of nothing but Okay, doggy style, because <laughs> the load had ended up like oh, in her God. in her hair on the back here, and it was yeah. like maybe it was probably supposed to be a back shot. Yeah, that just went a little farther, and she didn't know it, and he didn't know it, and she's out there like in the kitchen making a drink, and she's just got this just uh, straight something about Mary. Yeah, she has been something about married, <laughs> and instead of like people being decent about it because you're shitty high schoolers. Yeah, everyone's like, oh. You got cum in your hair. And she's been shit herself. <laughs> Same guy. He just happens to be in all your stories. This been shit This bitch has a load in her hair. It's like, who the fuck is this guy? Where does he come from? What is the shit herself? Who was that? That's one of the girl at the festival. The shit oh, herself. Oh, yeah, the, God, just, dude. Like, all your stories seem to have the same, like, the same guy type character. <laughs> that you can do it. Only it's, this bitch shit herself. This bitch has cum. <laughs> this fucking asshole is constantly pointing out the uh, these shortcomings of these innocent women that yeah. know no better. I, you know, that being said, I did have one where it went correct. When I was in Mexico, uh, mission trip, building a house down there, one of these girls who was big, bro. Mm. I'd say three. Three bills. 250. We'll call it 250. Still, how tall? Not. And then uh, five eight. Yeah, two fifties a lot. Yeah. So, but big. This was not like, oh, you're just a little portly. No, this is like, you're a few years away from seeing a, a health official. <laughs> you're two airplane seats. Yeah, you're not good. <laughs> I don't know if this is like glandular. Yeah. Uh, but if it is, you need to see it. It, it reminds me when Banks was really little, probably four or five years old. Uh, I was having a house party, and my friend Adam, who comes up a lot, who's no longer with us. He was a big kid in high school. He was always big, but he was particularly big in high school. And we're just hanging out in the basement, and Banks isolates him, walks up to him, and says, you're fat. <laughs> and everybody laughs, and it gets quiet to say, you're fatter than my dad. <laughs> and he just turns and walks away. <laughs> Fuck you, Banks. <laughs> it's just funny. It's like, you're fat. You're fatter than my dad. Well, <laughs> anywho. So we're on this trip. It's 98 degrees. Everyone's hot and miserable building this house. And I look over there. So this would have been me doing the the inverse of the asshole from all my stories. Mm. But I see her, she's working, and look, I'm not an expert at periods, mm-hmm. first and foremost. You know, we're married. Yeah. We understand, generally, uh, the process. Uh, this would, would only be described as the heaviest flow <laughs> on planet Earth. 
And it's white jeans. Day. And she was wearing khakis, mm. shorts. Mm. And yeah, no. she was not prepared. And I saw it. And at first I thought, just based on my visual first instinct, that she was injured. Yeah. Because there was so much. Or she sat on roadkill. Something. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Because we're around a lot of electrical, we are a lot of building equipment. Yeah. I don't know. And then it kind of... Excuse me, are you... Okay. (laughs) The fuck are you talking about? Do you need an IV? Are you dizzy? (laughs) Do you need help? Do you have an open wound? What the fuck's wrong with you? (laughs) Leave me alone, creep. (laughs) Okay, well, next round of questioning. Have you ever experienced... Is this your... (laughs) Yeah. No, so I saw... you? And I was 15, 16, I got it. I think fairly quickly, and rather than being this bitch got period blood, this bitch got her period, this fat bitch, <laughs> this fucking guy, this fucking asshole, he's always got a red solo cup and a T-shirt that's a little too big and a dip in and a dip. This bitch got her period. Get the fuck out of here! So I go over, you bastard. I went over to the girls, and I was like, <laughs> "Ladies, um, don't make a big scene." But look over there, and then, of course they're like, "Oh my god!" And they they walk over there, and we were all wearing tool belts. Good. So the only thing that we could do in that moment, because we're out in Juarez in the slums, there's yeah. no changing room, and there certainly isn't any restroom nearby with feminine hygiene products. Yeah. So the only solution they could come up, because when they went over and told her, you could literally see the color drop out of her face. Like the embarrassment was pure. Yeah. And um. So the only thing they could do was turn her uh, belt tool set. belt around yeah. so it kind of hung down. Yeah. Even on her large build, it was still hung down enough that you you would have had to have been a little like it up much closer than you would want to be <laughs> to to see it. But yeah, no, I had forgotten about the the girl shitting herself. And <laughs> I just like picturing that guy in all sorts of scenarios that are embarrassing for women. Just giving him no chance. <laughs> yeah. This bitch just got dumped on prom night. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so mean? <laughs> this bitch just got her period doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> this bitch looks like an episode of Dexter just happened in her pants. Like, yeah, that, that is actually a pretty good a good skit idea. The guy, this, that guy. But if you... I can't... I, I'd forgotten that I told that story in here, so it was a little <laughs> myth. But if you could have seen that dude... When he had every opportunity to help this poor girl that had just had diarrhea shit, to, 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 just to yeah. help her. Because yeah. that's not like being at Juarez. There's a situation yeah. there where you yeah. can casually go to the t-shirt line. Welcome to Juarez, bitch! <laughs> yeah. But well, I said she, in the story, what you do is you buy an oversized t-shirt right. and you make that thing a dress and you leave your shitty overalls in the woods. Yeah, but he, she, she didn't have that. Opportunity because there that guy was, like saw an opportunity to to make someone feel about a foot tall and just said, "This is my moment." I just love like I want to think of more there like this bitch just got spaghetti sauce on her wedding dress. This bitch just found out her brother's fucking her sister, or her husband's fucking her sister. Oh yeah, there's all kinds. this bitch's parents are getting a divorce. <laughs> This bitch, this bitch just found out she was adopted. 
<laughs> this bitch just found out she's pregnant. <laughs> Sorry, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, bitch. You want a sip? It's like, it's in my like scenario, shit, it's in like my, a shitty Freddy Krueger because he calls everyone bitch. In my mind, though, in my mind, the red solo cup doesn't have anything. In it. It's just a spit cup. Oh well, yeah, it's a dip cup. It's a dip cup. But yeah. he's got like an oversized "Life Is Good" shirt on <laughs> and flip flops. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Nondescript accent. Yeah, uh, jorts or something. Yeah. I don't know. Just <laughs> definitely no cargo pants. This bitch just got left at the aisle. Left <laughs> at the altar. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch just found out she's got HPV. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch's son just told her he doesn't love her. <laughs> This bitch has lost her keys in the ocean. (laughs) This bitch just ran out of gas in traffic. This bitch just told us she got a cum face last night. Fuck you, I was proud of that. She's actually the female version of this guy. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he, he. I've definitely had many run-ins with the, this bitch guy. <laughs> this bitch has saliva caked in the corners of her mouth, and nobody told her about it all day. I was waiting for the one that goes entirely too long. <laughs> this bitch just thought she was up for a promotion, went to her boss's office, and found out she's actually getting demoted to janitor. <laughs> Fuck, I need a water. Any of you bitches have water? (laughs) This bitch just realized she hit the glass ceiling after 15 years at this company and now there's nowhere else to go. (laughs) This bitch just lost the race for president to Donald Trump. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) This bitch is the heiress to swastika snobs. Don't tell anybody that. <laughs> that is endless material. <laughs> this bitch. Hashtag. Oh, hashtag this bitch. Title of the episode. <laughs> that muscle above my stomach hurts. I was Both seriously doing the voice and I was laughing. seriously waiting for that one that's like it's way too way long. too long and just keep and it's so <laughs> innocuous, you know. This bitch just ordered McDonald's and got home only to find out that her her fresh ready to order burger was cooked for far too little time. This bitch, this bitch just slept through her alarm clock, had a bad hair day, didn't make it to work on time, got demoted. Her kids, her kids told her they don't love her anymore, and her husband's leaving her for another guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh god he's like the shittiest guardian angel ever <laughs> just the guy just ruins your day it's and it's it's he's so prevalent and known among women they're like like the minute they like they're having a bad day they're like oh fuck <laughs> looking around shit. he's like, like the guy the state farm guy the mischief yeah <laughs> mayhem mayhem yeah uh, uh all state mayhem but yeah like, yeah, I like got a my, woman, sorry i got my insurance <laughs> like a woman's like in line for coffee and she spills coffee on her white blouse and she's like oh fuck and he just <laughs> just pops she's just got a latte on her shirt and she's got a big job interview today 
You gotta do the press. This bitch just spilled her five ninety nine soy milk latte under her white skirt, and she's got an interview at Nationwide Mutual. Look the fat soy no foam. <laughs> oh, this shit is just dumb, <coughs> but true. <laughs> My throat hurts. Yeah, that's a that's not one you could go on all night. I don't think. This bitch. This, this bitch. Of course that. Leads it to like as, when we do inevitably get famous. That, that's definitely a T-shirt. <laughs> Hashtag this bitch. <laughs> and I don't think it's me. It's just, oh, I really. If there's like, I started thinking about the the hypothetical we did with the flying and all that bullshit. And of course, I chose flying. I have to stick with it because it's been on. It's just been there for so long. Yeah. But time traveling would be fun for all the right reasons. But one of them, so I could t- each of us could go back to these moments. Mm. And see, like, I wasn't lying. This guy literally, <laughs> this, this, yeah. this bitch just shit her pants. <laughs> like, and they didn't know each other. Yeah. Like, he, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you knew her, you didn't like her. Mm. Fair game. <laughs> right? Like, you, it, I didn't shit my pants. You yeah. did. I think you're a bitch. So yeah. I'm about to tell 30,000 people at Music yeah. Midtown. But if you're just a guy, right? And yeah, you're just, you can do it kind of guy in the crowd. Right. But it's just like, water boy. it just makes it worse. Because like, you have no vitriol towards this person. You I, have like, no- I like picturing his backstory. He's like, his sole purpose in going to this, into, into Music Midtown. It's just like, dude, bro. I'm going to carry my dip cup around all day. The minute I see a bitch do something dumb, I'm going to point it out to everybody. And his friends are trying to help him like, hey, dude, that, that girl just pissed on herself. Like, that's oh, not very good. <laughs> There's 30,000 people here, bro. There's going to be some bitches doing some dumber shit People are going to piss on themselves in a music concert. That's not a big deal. <laughs> hey, that chick over there just spilled beer in her hair. Yeah, pff, so did I. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Next. <laughs> Randy, if you keep giving me these stupid options, you're out of the group. Oh, wait. Holy shit. Did that chick in the denim once just shit herself? Jackpot, bros. Hold on, wait, wait. Before I say it, Nathan, go over there and double check. Give me a thumbs up if she did. Nathan. All right, Randy, I don't have my glasses on. Is he doing a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Thumbs up. This bitch just shit herself. He's got a whole backstory. <laughs> to drive, like, once that happens, it's over. They're not there to see any band. <laughs> They're just driving home like, dude, that was awesome. I fucking ruined her night. <coughs> she, like, she was crying when she ran away. It's in my mind he drives like a, a, a 2001 Explorer. Or a Geo. With a salt life. <laughs> yeah. With a salt life. Yeah, it sure. always looks like slut life to me. That should be one. We could do that. <laughs> slut life. Slut life. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I think we should probably round off with this bitch. Yeah, no, that's fun. It's killed our I voices. could do that all night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had to fight through some some zombie to get there, but yeah, that was a. Uh... <laughs> this bitch just lost her retirement in the Wall Street crash of two thousand and eight. Fucking housing market sucks, right, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's God. turning into Freddy Krueger in my <laughs> mind because he says bitch so much <laughs> oh, shit. this bitch lost her entire house in Hurricane Florence <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be displaced by Katrina <laughs> oh fuck oh I hate my life 
And then he goes home and he's he's got a beautiful wife and gorgeous kids and a, and a golden retriever. And they all love him. And he watches Two and a Half Men. And she, yeah, yeah. It's like, Dad, what, I've, I have a book report to do today, Dad. And it's on what your dad does for a living. <laughs> well, well, sweetie, if I told you how I make money, you wouldn't believe me. It's almost like I'm a genie because I just pop up in the right place and money just appears in the account. Unfortunately, I can't do a father-daughter work day because if you saw what I did, it'd probably crush you. Why don't you ask your mom what she does? She's that over, bitch. She's, <laughs> stupid bitch. <laughs> she's over there drinking white wine at 9 a.m. It's like, this looks pretty on the outside, but it's actually terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no bank account is helping this situation. Dad, do you always have a dip in? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Go walk the dog. Shut up and get ready to watch the Browns game. Leave me alone. What would his dog's name be? It'd be something just ridiculous. Arnold or Schwarzenegger, like we talked about. Something ridiculous. Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. That's my brother-in-law's name, but that's the perfect name for his golden re- for this Ansel's golden retriever. You know, we have a dog in the neighborhood named Jason. Who names their dog? Jason. Ridiculous. Anywho. We'll sign All right. Off well, here. yeah, this has been a fun one. This this quiet at times, but we ended on a high note, and I definitely am all about some swastika schnapps. Let's get let's get Swastish. that going. Let's get that into production. Let's let's do a beta test. <laughs> I want to do a beta test. Well, here's what we do: we make a small batch, like small batch bourbon, mm-hmm. and we take it to Charlottesville. Okay. If it sells there, unite the right. Yeah, if it sells there, then we pretty much just go wherever Richard Spencer is. And <laughs> it does remind me of that South Park episode where <clears throat> Cartman keeps them all hopped up on schnop- on uh, s'more schnapps because the town was doing a reenactment of the Civil War battle and Cartman's General Lee, so he realizes if he keeps them drunk on s'more schnapps, they'll actually fight <laughs> and try to take back the South. <laughs> it's a pretty good episode. It's an old Confederacy. one. Confederacy! Confederacy! Anyway. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening to this is episode 31 since we missed 31. I'm not, I'm not going to call it 32. It, you know, it'd be weird. In the, the lost in the episode. Lexicon. If you did it, you could really just 31 with nothing's the lost episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's chunks that are salvageable from 31, but it's just not worth it. And what what I mean, it wasn't funny. We we spent like the entire night complaining. Uh, but this was a fun one uh, and all its glory. Um We'll see you guys next week for episode 32. I wanted to put this out there before we wrap up. In the spirit of Thursday bonus content, I had an idea. Mm-hmm. Something that we've talked about <clears throat> doing that we haven't followed through with. And I think we would need to come up with some subject matter to, to keep it going. I like the idea of doing a midnight here, 12 a.m. there, or vice versa, whichever is more appealing to Matt. I like the idea of doing... A like a 15 minute conversation with Matt in Perth when he's not driving, right? When he's you know if, if it's midnight and he's he's got the bourbon in him or whatever <laughs> whatever it was he texted you that one time. <laughs> the devil's in me. The devil. Like I think that could be a very fun 10 15 minute conversation and it would make for great bonus content since the few times we've been able to call him, it's like right in the beginning of his work day. It's right. loud. It's bad signal. It's hard to hear him be better if he's stationary i think that can make for good bonus content matt when you hear this feel free to respond via email as you do yep all right well on that let's wrap it holla